enough listeners to do that. With our... I'll just say Memorial Day weekend wrestling preview. Man, it's episode number 420 and one of us is ready. <laughs> yeah. How about that? Ate my last edible yesterday after the concert because, God, I needed it. Woo! And I'm going to the... Oh, oddly enough, I'm going to the joint tomorrow. Oh, the chiropractor? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I have the monthly thing and I've been putting it off the last couple of days. Maybe last week. <laughs> uh, who can comment? I, think I got Probably. two separate adjustments but after, after the week after I come, came back from Amsterdam. Yeah? Oh, I needed it. Ooh. Does those, that stuff... Those 10-hour flights, man. That was new to me. That, I was not used to it. Really? It worked. Really? It yeah. Yeah. I had... Um, Pinch in my lower nerve, in my my lower spine, where it would freeze me. Like oh. if I tried to move, it would hurt. Okay. And ever since I've been going to the joint, and like uh, eight months, mm-hmm. it's only happened once. Where before it would happen at least four times a week. It's only happened once since I started. So in eight months, okay. it's only happened once. So it, it is helpful. It's been helpful to me at least. All right. Yeah. Expensive. Um, four visits a month, seventy dollars. Yeah, uh, that's not too now, bad. Now, yeah. it, they do it except uh, um, HRA and H- HSA cards. So if you if you have monthly deposits or di- or payroll div- deposits into your flexible spending card, yeah, you can use your flexible spending card uh, tax free. Well, because that that gets added before taxes before you get taxed on your paycheck. And you can use that at, at the joint and get popped out. Mm. Yeah. Tune in now, cabrones. Oh. Okay. Here we go. Let's see. What did you call this? Coronations and what? Huh? Collisions. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. This really is 420. Holy shit. All right. <clears throat> From the landing strip in Houston, Texas, it's the 420th edition of Houston Wrestling Radio. This is Abel. This is Scott. Oh, oh you're not Scott. You're Chris. Oh, damn. Scott's not here tonight. Damn. I miss Scott. What happened to his beautiful red beard? Uh, he, had, he had to escape for a while. I don't right. blame him. All right. Eating some ice cream somewhere, no doubt. Ice cream and beer. I bet. Yeah. Can you? Is, would that be considered a float if it's ice cream with beer? Yeah, you're halfway there. Look, yeah. it's already full. Yeah, sure. okay. We'll make okay. it. We'll count it. Yeah. If you're watching this live, thank you so much. Uh, log into your YouTube account. That way, you could uh, chat along with us in the live chat right here. Oh, we already have somebody in there. It says Calvin. What's up, Calvin? He says greetings from Cleveland, Ohio. I believe you. Yo, been, you've I, been in here a couple of times. Uh, yeah. Cleveland has not has not escaped me. It's been on my list. Yeah, I need to go there. Hopefully, sometime yeah. in the next six or twelve months. Okay, see what it's all about. Rock and roll Hall of Fame. Hell yeah! Hell yeah! yeah. So, um, did you, you watch an Indians game? Yeah, yeah. I've, I've kind of I didn't realize this until somebody Bro. mentioned it. I'm I'm like five ballparks in uh-huh. on the list of thirty. I've done I've done oh, uh, nice. I've done new um, Yankee Stadium. I've mm-hmm. done City Field. Yeah. Um, Dodger <laughs> Stadium. I've been mm-hmm. Dodger Stadium already, and of course the Juice Box. Yeah, Astrodome for those old timers. Yeah, well, those, those, those. yeah. Um, so 
I dude, have, I have I was, some dents on my list. I was so mad. <laughs> you went no, to Milwaukee last week. I was in Milwaukee. The Brewers were not playing at home the whole week. Oh. The week I get back, the Astros are playing up there. God damn, ah. dude. Damn. I, have a, I have a friend of mine who's going to uh, Los Angeles in a couple of weeks to mm-hmm. see Thrice again. And the week she's there, the Astros are playing the Dodgers. So oh! So, yeah. So, timing. There you yeah. go. So, so, if you're watching this live, do like Calvin and uh, log into your YouTube account. You can ask questions, fact check, just say hi, talk shit, whatever. I'll try to involve you as best as I can in the show. If you are not watching this live, that's okay. You can still interact with us on Facebook, facebook.com slash Houston Wrestling Radio, or on Twitter at H Wrestling Radio if I ever decide to dust that damn thing off and actually yeah. use it. Um, or just You're still drop- talking about your penis? Yes. Okay. Good. <laughs> or you could just drop a comment down below. Still talking about my penis. <laughs> <laughs> it's normally where all the complaints end up. <laughs> yeah. Just slide in there. <laughs> Whoever's watching tonight, you picked a damn good night because SmackDown is taped and uh, Rampage is taped. You know why they're taped? Why? Because we're going to have a fucking busy-ass weekend in the next couple of days. That's true. Memorial Day weekend. Oh, fuck me. So, last Memorial Day weekend, we had Double or Nothing. That you went to. That I went to in Vegas. It was really cool. Uh, all my all week I've been getting in your memories this day last mm-hmm. year. Oh, it was so cool. I got the memories from the first double or nothing yeah. that I went to. The, yeah. well, the first AW, the beginning. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Nice. Um so apparently that's gonna be a thing. Memorial Day weekend is for uh double or nothing. Uh, I guess it's gonna be a thing in Vegas. Okay, cool. I'm fine with that. You're not? I don't know. Well, what I was going to say, before we get to that, what I was going to say, so that's going on, but we also have a Saudi show for WWE going on, and also... Afternoon of Champions for us here in the States. Yes. I didn't realize this until we were sitting on the couch getting ready to prep for the show for tonight, so about 15 minutes ago, you told me that, what else is this weekend? NXT Battleground. Holy shit. Head to head with Double or Nothing on Sunday. Holy shit. So yeah. there's there's a NXT show, an AEW show, and a main roster WWE show all the same weekend. Stop. And Impact tomorrow night. Hombre. Or is it tonight? One of the two. <laughs> <laughs> that shows you how much we're paying attention to Impact. We're trying. I'm actually, I actually am taking a step forward towards that. Okay. Um, I'm fed up, man. On Impact? No, on my lack of access to wrestling. So I'm signing up to Sling so that I can get TBS, TNT, USA, and a DVR so I can record all that shit so that I can be more, have more access to the shows that we're supposed to be covering. Because even if I can fast forward and watch 10 good minutes of a wrestling show, at least I have the power to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Instead of fighting feeds and downloading viruses and getting sick and all this other crap. Yeah, the pirate life ain't always the life for me. At some point, even Long John Silver's gets to be too much. So, damn kidneys can only handle so much. (laughs) Yeah. What were you telling me just a little while ago that... uh... Dude, so there you're, you're not like how you were 20 years ago or 10 years ago. Oh, was shit. <laughs> Dro- got a day off on Tuesday. Went to see Thrice play the Illusion, uh, the Artist in the Ambulance album live from start to finish and some other hits. Uh, I saw them in California last year for the Illusion of Safety. And I was, I was, I was 
under the impression I was gonna get my ass kicked. I was on the rail from the beginning. And oh. There was no crowd surfing. Everybody was chill. They're just soaking up the soaking up the show. Nah, man. Tuesday in Austin, I got my fucking ass whooped. <laughs> <laughs> this arm's still numb. Oh, no. here from holding on to the rail. I got kicked in the back of the head at least twice. Crowd surfers smothered us like pancakes from IHOP. <laughs> and there's the etiquette of at least keep your hands flat against someone's back so the, so it's so the pressure spread evenly instead of you sticking your yeah, elbow and yeah, you, just, yeah. ah, you get, yeah. just get contorted. Uh, and then I drove back that night and then on four hours sleep went to work the next day. Jesus Then Christ. last night after work, I had Our Lady Peace and Bush at, at a... <laughs> Bayou Music Center. Wow. I got home. I stopped, pit stopped at Scott's to get some medicine for today's episode. And then <laughs> this morning I got up about an hour early because I had to be at work early for training for a new a new coworker. And surprise cash, surprise audits, shipments. It was a fucking circus. <laughs> and I'm here now. <laughs> and I go to work tomorrow. I was about to say, hey, well, at least it's Cheers. Friday. Be but, a man. But for you... <laughs> But for you, this isn't a, really a Friday, because you work oh. tomorrow. Son of a bitch. I've had several. But you're people. off Monday. Yay, I'm off ah. Monday. I'll take that for Dude, quick, get, get rid of that damn off. coaster. Yeah, these are off. I need something with more weight. Yeah. So you sit here. No, I'm just kidding. Um, All right, here. Yeah. I'll put one of the little... Hey! <laughs> homework. Who wants to come over and put Rocket and Groot together? I yeah. am Groot. <laughs> Speaking oh. of which... Yeah, Segway! The first the Houston Wrestling Radio starting with nothing but nothing but not, not wrestling. wrestling radio. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Guardians so. of the Galaxy Volume Three, bro. Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three was so good. I am not going to give any spoilers. You just can. In case. It's been out for three weeks. No, 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 no. I'm not going to be that asshole. Just in case, right? Just Can I be case. that asshole? No, don't be that asshole. Uh, I'm not going to give away any I spoilers. Showered. It but, won't smell as bad. But this is all besides the point. The point is. If you do decide that you want to go see Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 3, it is an amazing movie, but it's enhanced if you see it in 4DX. Holy shit. For you, just to be clear, he was disappointed at first because he heard 4DX and he was not told to suck it. <laughs> but eventually the movie played, the lights went out. I'm, I'm not sure who this is. This, uh, this is somebody new. What does it say? Bear Inside? What's up, uh, Bear Inside? <laughs> Abel, that's Aaron. Oh, hey, Aaron. Um, welcome to the show. Uh, yeah. She says, better not share my rocket or Groot. Oh, this. Uh, uh, oh, okay. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh. <laughs> we'll keep it away I from just, black lights. Yes, I'll just, just so uh, nobody sees evidence. I'll stare at it longingly. Ooh, <laughs> I, I think Groot's. the proper term is yes. gaze. Yes, gaze. <laughs> Anyways, 4DX is fucking 40. awesome. Uh, this was my first time watching a 4DX movie, and I think if any movie to watch 4DX, it would have been this one. Um, for those of you unfamiliar, basically the rows are divided up into uh, little seats, or I guess you say booths of four, right? So two and two together. And uh, basically they're on hydraulics, and they move around with the movie. And there's also... Uh, trusts around the uh, arena with like big spot on well, arena theater with spotlights so they like flashlight at you at, at appropriate times and there's air vents in front of you and air vents behind you on the seat so something's going on like if you're driving a car or whatever or your spaceship and you're whooshing through something you feel the air and it also has a vibrating seat and it also has uh, like 
pressure points or whatever on the the seat backs where like if somebody gets stabbed in the back you actually bah, feel it right so it was so bananas that the 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 experience of that was just so freaking cool especially for that movie because while yeah it's it's an action movie there's a lot of stuff that's not quite action a lot of stuff that is really funny a lot of stuff that is uh pulling at your heartstrings i laughed i cried i was thrilled i was chilled it was awesome but the 40x enhanced not only the action which you would think but it also enhanced the storytelling in the more tender moments right those tight zoom ins where they're zooming in on the face like the seat was slowly moving forward and, and and like towards it that was so fucking cool man it added to the storytelling i thought it was amazing if you ever get a chance to go see a big badass movie in 40x please do it they have 40x at the marquee over by i10 and 610 nice yeah i might take you up on that offer because uh we've got a list of movies coming up in the next couple of weeks yeah uh spider versus first oh yeah it's supposed to be part one of two yeah and yeah. then Beast Wars, Transformers, uh-huh. yep. next week. Yep. And then the week after that, The Flash, mm-hmm. starring Batman and Supergirl. <laughs> uh-huh. And I'm probably going to yeah. do Transformers for the... So I've, I've, I've had that experience before. Yeah. <laughs> Oddly enough, the Simpsons roller coaster at Universal Studios in Cali uses that 4D setup where it's on hydraulics and the chairs yeah. and the wind and all that stuff in the elements. So mm-hmm. I know what the experience feels like. Nice. But only for... Oddly enough, there I was like ten or twelve minutes for uh, two yeah, and yeah. a half hours. Yeah, it's it, you, yeah. I'm sure you come out look feeling like bro, a new man, <laughs> bro. So they had a preview for the new Indiana Jones movie, Ugh, and the I Dial of Destiny. Let's all go yeah, looking for no, some no, no, dish soap. I get it. I get it. Right, whatever. But I wasn't ready, man. <laughs> I wasn't ready because they they did the preview in the 4DX. So there was like a couple of previews of something that wasn't, I don't even remember, that wasn't in 4DX, it was just a regular preview. I was like, okay, well, whatever. And then Indiana Jones, all of a sudden I'm like, hey, oh, oh, wait, oh shit, I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. I wasn't ready. And like, once I got like two or three, because they did, they did that, they did Fast X, and they did Little Mermaid on the 4DX um and oh that's something else where uh you could turn water on or off and i was like what the hell turn water on it wasn't a bidet the the air vents i think spritz water at you but i wasn't able to fully tell if maybe it's not that much water or if maybe the seat was out is it connected to plumbing do they have to refill it i don't know but i think during little mermaid i think i got spritzed with water but i'm not sure if it was just water or air from the air vent I don't know, but during the actual Guardians movie, there wasn't a whole lot of wetness, <laughs> so I don't think I got sprayed with any wetness. But so, or maybe the good. movie itself left you plenty moist. Hey, ba, ba. one, two, and three, rank them. Three, one, two. Same. Okay. There's a there's something missing from part two that I just didn't get the attachment to. Okay. I'm not sure if. Uh, so the Guardians movies they covet the soundtracks a lot I'm not right. sure if there was something musically that was missing mm. or if the antagonist or the MacGuffin was just it's, too it's weird it's the heartstrings the heartstrings was in three you got a little bit of it in one and two was the the setup for three yeah it's, it's the heartstrings yeah. again no spoilers but yeah that's that's really what it is uh, um, Aaron's like Beast Wars so <laughs> yeah. I guess you have plans nah, now for plans Beast Wars now, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Uh, let's start with Saturday. Oh, okay, wrestling. <laughs> Afternoon of Champions. Afternoon of Champions, live yeah. from Jeddah, Saudi Arabia. With Sabu, apparently. Oh, no, no wait. That's we'll a different there. night. <laughs> <laughs> that would make more sense. Sabu showing up in Saudi Arabia would make more sense. <laughs> what match are you looking forward to the most? Uh, I've never seen them wrestle. <laughs> Cody Brock, I guess. Okay. Give me a number. Cody Brock, two? Uh, seven. Seven. This is the match I'm looking forward to the most, and I'm at a seven. Mm. Over the last couple of days, this has become the match that I might be looking forward to the least. The least? Yeah. Okay. Because I'm afraid that they that the story that they're going to try to tell won't match up with what I've been led to believe up to this point. Okay. Cody survives Brock in, okay. back in, in Puerto Rico. Puerto uh, Rico. Rematch tonight. Okay, so last week, uh, two weeks ago, Brock breaks Cody, hurts with Cody's, breaks Cody's arm. Okay. And they confirmed it in this uh, uh, press conference that they had today. Really? They confirmed, well, confirmation. Is it kayfabe that Cody's arm is broken? Okay. So this beast ended the Undertaker streak. Right. Killed John Cena with 16 suplexes to win the world heavyweight title. Unanimously. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Effortlessly, almost. So you're going to tell me that you're going to actually try to tell a match, well, a fight, a match between Brock Lesnar and a one-armed Cody Rose that weighs, that weighs half Brock's size soaking wet? I'm, I'm very trepidatious. Uh, yeah. I, this should be a four-minute raping from Lesnar for the story to fit what we've got, what, how we've ended up here. To where Cody survived Brock. He didn't hit him with his finisher. He rolled. He caught him during the submission and pinned him under his own device. Okay. And now with a broken arm, you're going to tell me Cody's going to pull the Hell in a Cell treatment and wrestle 25 minutes on with missing one very functioning body part? Man, I really hope that this isn't now Cody's gimmick. Right? Overcoming the odds? Well, not overcoming. White collar? No. No, just having a... Wrestling injured. Right? Everybody was ranting and raving about the match that he had at Hell in a Cell with Seth when his uh, pec was torn. But remember what I said all year. I don't want to encourage that behavior. I don't want that to be a thing. Like, I would rather Cody be healthy wrestling a match if he's not healthy fucking pull him i don't want to necessarily see that why because i want to see good for wrestlers yeah. as somebody in the industry right i mean i know i'm not fully in the industry but i'm kind of in the industry you're one foot in it oh, counts yeah. yeah it counts yeah. i'm in the I'm locker room anybody take that from you i'm in the locker room you get room. an envelope at the end of the night i get an envelope at the end yeah. of the night yeah yeah <laughs> see you might not have the best fashion sense. I've seen pictures of the last time you were in a ring. And uh, you and LeBron James at least have one thing in common besides your bad taste of fashion. You're both out. I should have worn my brown pants, okay? That's all I'm saying. <laughs> I'll post those pictures on our Houston Wrestling Radio Facebook. So anybody that has you know not what? seen your picture you know will see it. We do need to change the picture of Undertaker from WrestleMania. To so you in those shorts. 
I got ridiculed for half of my adult life okay. for being that kid that went to Jehovah's Witness Church three days a week with short shorts and suspenders and a bow tie. You have officially <laughs> taken the torch from me and burned the bridge between us with the audacity that you pulled the last show that we'll talk about at the end of the night. Oh, okay. Make the people wait. Yeah. Make them yeah. wait for Apparently it. he says, you shaved this time. You didn't do it before. Sure hope that Good. isn't just for me. What? Where? What? <laughs> Play your cards right. Aaron, look away. <laughs> Randy, I told you it was going to happen sooner or later. <laughs> where were we? What were we talking about? Cody and Brock. Cody and Brock. If it's a gimmick, I, yeah, I it's don't dumb. Want, I, and I don't want that to be his thing. Being an injured wrestler. Yeah. Right? Like, no. that mm. Mankind, you can't beat Mankind. <laughs> if it's a gimmick, yeah. it's dumb because... You're tempting gonna, fate. You're tempting fate, number one. one and number two... It leads more credence that you're going to tell a story, a chapter in the story that doesn't make sense with the rest of the story. And oh, go ahead. and if it's real that he's really hurt, I doubt it. But if there is some semblance of an injury, you don't want him gone for another six months. Lose that, I don't want to say emotional attachment, but investment in the character and fall for someone else. And then when Cody comes back and he tried to do the same thing again at the Rumble, it's not going to go over as well. Or, yeah. or it could even so- go sideways and turn on him. Yeah. So it's just, I don't and, know. And, and I, I think that if they're, they're making this a, a, a thing, if it is a kayfabe thing, right? I think the end goal, what they're trying to do is make Cody look tough. Which, he's fighting Brock fucking Lesnar. Again. <laughs> Again. Where he already won and beat him once. Yeah. He doesn't need to be injured to overcome the odds and tell the story, right? Just him beating Brock, it makes him tough enough. Like, you don't need to, to, to add this extra. You're gilding the lily here. That's what you're doing. You don't need to actually add this extra layer of overcomeness, yeah. right? Just beating Brock in and of itself is a fucking feat. A feat. He doesn't need to be, oh, he's injured and he beat Brock. Or what if the the finishes he loses? Well, he was injured. Okay. So, so is Brock fucking Lesnar. If Cody lost to Brock Lesnar. There's no shame in that. The, yeah. Former UFC yeah. heavyweight champ. Yeah. Former world champ. Yeah. Yeah. No, there's no fate. There's yeah. No, so, I don't, no. I don't know why they have to add this, this injury stipulation. Unless, unless it's real. Mm-hmm. I doubt it. I doubt it. Too. I doubt it. But if it is, uh, I, the two times where it's real, bro, especially, you don't need to. No. Especially right now in the summer, if the plan is that you want Cody to get back, if the, if you're telling if Cody needs to finish the story, yeah, and you're trying to draw this out to Royal Rumble or WrestleMania, now would be the perfect time to have somebody like say, an Austin Theory. Okay come in and start a rivalry with Cody and theory beats Cody with the premise of you're here to avenge something for your daddy in the past. You're here talking about how you want to finish the story. So you're looking at the past 
and you're looking at the future and you're not focused on today, 2023, mm, right. that's why I beat you. That's yeah. why I'm better than you. That's why I should be above you. That's why I should have the attention and the respect and the adulation that you get now. Okay. And that could fill the whole summer to where, damn, Cody actually made something. Cody actually got himself better and brought theory with him. And you can spread them both out so where Cody can actually be like, all right, I'm not waiting no more. I'm finishing my story now. Money in the bank. He wins money in the bank because Austin Theory reminded him through loss, I'm too focused on the end when I should be focused on the – I'm too focused on the destination when I should be paying attention to the journey. Instead of whatever this is with Brock, because – correct me if I'm wrong. This is the second match with Brock. Yes. Have they even – Explained why Brock turned on Cody? No. That was part of a, a, a promo Cody actually did. Like, I don't know why. I, I, we already had a match and I still don't have answers or whatever. Like, that's... Okay, are we supposed to be in suspense? This is going to be like season nine of The Walking Dead and we still don't know how everybody's getting fucking sick. <laughs> you know? <laughs> At some point, tell us. It's like, eh, just everybody catched it. Yeah. Like, what is it? Uh, uh, like herpes. Ninety percent of the people have it. Yeah, yeah. But there was an opportunity in all that diatribe that you just did for you to say your catchphrase. Send me the check. <laughs> oh, we got plenty of time for that. The oh, AW yeah? discussion oh, is going to okay. be full of reparations. Okay, <laughs> reparations. <laughs> you booking for these guys? Send them the check. All right. What else? I'm at a four. And this, for the story to be told coherently, uh, for for what Brock and Cody? Oh, for Brock, Brock and Cody needs to murder for... Cody in five minutes or less. He needs to murderize Cody. Murder, kill the rest of the body that does that's working. Okay, that way there's no leave no doubt. Yeah, Brock can stand in front of an audience and say Cody's win was a fluke. Mm-hmm. He wasn't meant to beat me. He got lucky. He survived me. He didn't survive me last night. Look where I put him next to his daddy. All right. <laughs> and there's a spot left for Cody's brother. There. <laughs> you know, Brandy could get herself some oh, too. Shit. Come here. <laughs> yeah. So, to balance that, okay. I, like I mentioned earlier, I saw the um, highlights of the press conference on Facebook through WWE's uh, account. All right. Storyline be damned. Just for the opportunity, for the moment, for the reaction, I was under the impression that you couldn't top Sami Zayn wrestling for the world title in his hometown. Right. But wrestling in a town where their ancestors hated your ancestors' fucking guts. Okay. And they're chanting, and and this isn't a racial uh, dig when I say this. I saw that video. The crowd in that audience, because you made this argument when I mentioned it last year, the crowd in that audience did not sound or look like you or me or Donovan or Randy or Porsche or Scott or Travis. Right. They sounded like they were from there. And so (laughs) their ancestors have been training them to hate Syrian blood and they're chanting, I love you to a Syrian in Sami Zayn. And Sami's just soaking up the adulation. That happened at the press conference? Yes. Really? Yes. I'm. Look at this. Really? Look at this. I'm at a fucking 10 just for the moment. The Saudi Arabian people were chanting, I love you, at... A Syrian. At a Syrian. Yes. Really? Yeah. Okay. Wow. 
Wow. Yeah. We have come to the promised land. I mentioned Shit. this last year when I, I, I argued Sami Zayn is the male superstar of the year. Yeah. Where... Saudis are chanting for Assyria to be on their land in their show to entertain them because the fans shouldn't suffer for the choices of their ancestors, their 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 religion, their government. Yeah. And if it it comes full circle in fruition today (laughs) and probably tomorrow afternoon. Interesting. That should end the show because I doubt anything else is going to get a pop that rivals this. What's the actual match? Sammy and KO Mm -hmm. versus Roman and Solo. Okay. For the undisputed tag titles. Give me a number. You know, I said that I was for the Cody Brock match at a seven, and that was the one that I was most uh, anticipating. But after the discussion and after you telling me what's been going on with the uh, the uh, um, press conference, I think it's lowered down to a six. The broken arm thing takes it away. Now, this match, I probably would have given maybe a five or a six, but... Hearing what actually happened at the press conference, man, that low, that that raises it for me. That raise, I might be at an eight. Yeah, yeah, I might be at an eight instead of a six. I might be at an eight because what you just said, you just recounting the story to me, gave me goosebumps. <laughs> right? <laughs> yeah, you had goosebumps, but I did too when you were telling me that that's what they were doing. Holy shit! Yeah. So it, it the. Social experiment aspect of it is what really has me intrigued now. I'm not necessarily intrigued with, and this is going to sound weird, Sammy versus Roman? Right? Because that was the whole That's year long. That's the bridge yeah, now. Yeah, and it's a whole year-long storyline. I don't believe that in a tag team title match, KO and Sammy are going to lose to Roman and Solo? No, if it was going to be the tag team, it was always going to be the Usos. And if it was Roman, it was going to be Roman and Sammy, and that's it. But throw in KO, throw in uh, Solo, and throw in the tag title. Like, you're you're putting a square peg in a round hole here. You're playing the right game, but you're, you just have the wrong parts. So, no, 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 that's why I was going to be low. But... It's not that for me now. For me now, based on what you said of what, it, what happened at the press conference, I'm more interested to see whether or not the light of humanity is actually going to shine. Right? You could talk about religions. You could talk about governments. You could talk about ancestors. And this is what these people thought of that people. But if at the end of the day, you're broadcasting worldwide what regular folk are. And regular folk are typically not assholes. Like, we're assholes, but we're not as assholey as, like, the people in the top of our society. If they could broadcast that and show that that people that hate Syrians can actually love Syrians. Yeah. Bro, it's going to show (laughs) we're all fucking people, man. You know, so I think that makes it more interesting for me. Kind of like how, in retrospect, why I fucking loved Zelina Vega's match in Puerto Rico. Dude, the ovation I, she got afterwards. I didn't give a flying fuck about her her title uh, 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 attempt, right? Yeah. Like, why is she getting a title shot? Oh, man, that doesn't she make sense. Win. Her she ain't going to yeah. win. But She's the not... match itself was great. Why? Because of the crowd reaction and the outpouring of love. The chancla. And, and the chancla. <laughs> so, which is a thing now. Yeah. She walks she to ringside with a chocolate and she gives it to an audience member. <laughs> I saw that. Yeah, that was cool. Yeah. yeah. I'm and telling you. Stay that t- outfit, t- bro. Oh. 
That outfit, bro. Yeah. Right. You can't tell me she's not a wrestling fan. She pulled that from Randy Savage. Yeah. 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 She wears it. Oh, better. Oh, yeah. All right. Who you got winning? Easy. KO and Sammy. They're not going to drop those tag titles to Roman and, and Solo. And this is going to be Roman's loss without tarnishing his championship record. You see Roman getting pinned or is it Solo eating it? I bet you Solo will eat it. I bet you. Um, I wouldn't be surprised if somehow Roman gets it because, again, he's still protected because the storyline isn't, oh, I haven't been pinned in a thousand days. No, it's uh, he's held on to the championship a thousand days. And this match isn't about that He hasn't been pinned in longer, I think. Yeah, like the last time he lost was against uh, uh, Corbin, right? 2018, I think, yeah. The dog food stuff where he was tied to the post and they brought him down. Yeah, that was dumb. So it's like, uh, okay. And they're not focusing on that. They're focusing on the title reign. So you could sneak a loss in there for him. Even a pin to to tarnish the record, to keep him interesting so that he's not this unbeatable juggernaut. You know, if if we're trying to drag this out to 2028 (laughs) so he could beat what's-his-name's record, then you got to pepper in some losses somewhere, even if they're non-title. Yeah, or tag. Or tag, or something, something other than for the actual championship. So tagging on to the movement in Saudi Arabia, we get Becky Lynch versus Trish Stratus. Okay. Give me a number. Six. Um, I don't know if I want to watch Trish wrestle. I, I know that I don't want to watch Lita wrestle. If this was Lita, I'd be at a four. But it, it's Becky and Trish, and I think Trish is still a little bit better right now than, than Lita. I don't know but... if I want to watch Trish talk. That's been solidified. And this isn't from a sexist point of view. No, it's, it's uh, from the fact that she can't cut a promo. Yeah, it's a promo point of view. Uh, this match will probably determine if I still want to watch Trish wrestle. Okay. <laughs> I might still want to watch Trish on posters. <laughs> Missing some clothing. <laughs> Missing. Yeah. But I don't want to... Is Aaron I'm still in the chat? I'm going to watch her missing spoken talent or physical talent mm. that involved being inside a 20 by 20. Um, I'm at a five. The question is, I don't know what this does for Becky, win or lose, if this match was necessary. Okay. I think it was such a jarring change from the man to big time Bex that when I finally got used to big time Bex, he fucking killed it and went back to the man. <laughs> I and think I, there was a lot more a lot more depth to her character as big time Bex. And it almost feels like Seth took it. Mm. Like Seth now is wearing the fucking proto man boots and the fucking flashy jacket and the oh, oh everybody sing the my song now. Let me go do a scene for the new fucking Captain America movie. It feels <laughs> yeah. like Seth took the big time. Yeah. Right out from under Becky yeah. while she's breastfeeding. Yeah, and she's yeah. like, where'd it go? It's gone. Yeah. Yeah, like, like, like Seth what, was what? just literally stealing her outfit. It's like, I think I can rock this. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Aaron says, I got guys to look at. It's cool. Oh, yeah. She's got plenty. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> See, and here's why I'm so confident in that. Will she ever, will those guys that she looks at ever fuck her? Never. Dude! Me? Possibly. Possibly. 
with your broken arm over there and everything from holding it's, onto a rail. It's, it's, it's there. It's still there. I'm a righty anyway, so oh, it's okay. okay. It's right. okay. Yeah, that's your life. Leo DiCaprio, Ryan Reynolds, they won't even look at her. Me? I'll turn to the right. I'll turn to the right. Watch this. See? <laughs> Effortlessly. I'm so glad that that wasn't directed in my general direction here. Otherwise, I'd be smitten. Well, guess what? <laughs> Ooh. <laughs> so let's see. <laughs> yeah. My pants are wet. Oh, I mean, no, I'm not wearing pants. I'm wearing shorts. <laughs> he sure is brave on his show. It's the alcohol and the weed. Um, <laughs> is it safe to say Becky's winning this? Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Becky's winning. Okay. I, uh, I think it's like just a, te- uh, a temporary thing to bring Trish just to um, give Becky something to do and give Trish a nice little payday, mm-hmm. pretty much. <sighs> Bianca versus Asuka. Oh my. Six. Seven? Okay. I'm not sure what the reason was to try to run this feud back again because we've already had this before. It feels familiar. Somehow, Asuka in like a business suit is like making me want to wet my pants too. Um, <laughs> Diddy Mao. Um, is this. I don't. I want Oscar to win, but is it time? Is it is it is Oscar should Oscar be the one to take the belt off of Bianca? This is her. Mm. This is Bianca's record run. I don't. Title. I don't think Oscar is as over right now as she can be, or as she has been in the past. Is she interesting right now? She's more interesting than she's been in the last two years. Yeah, but she's not more interesting than what she was when she was ruler of NXT and, and like no uh, one but, was ready. And before she started losing to Charlotte every WrestleMania, right? Uh, <laughs> like still her her stock went up, 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 then down, and now it's like on the rise, but it's not where it was once before. Like Bitcoin, and, and it's yeah, and it's <laughs> definitely not at the same level as Bianca. Oh, yeah. Bianca right now, as far as I'm concerned, is the best women's wrestler right now in WWE. I care more about her than I do anybody else and only one rival is mommy. Yeah. Rhea. And at some point uh, that's where the, the trains collide. Yeah. I think right now, if the roles are reversed, I might be happy with Bianca going two years, three years, four years, not being beaten for her title. I'd be okay with that. As opposed to Roman. Um is- I'd be okay with it because I think everybody actually likes her. There's a lot of people that Unless did, you're from Puerto Rico. Yeah. <laughs> and you're fighting Zelina. Yeah. But that, that may have been like the 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 same type of uh, reaction that like Rey Mysterio was getting when he was not Daniel Bryan in the Royal Rumble. Right? I don't think that was necessary on the person, yeah. but more on the booking. Yeah. But I, I don't know. I don't think anybody fight like you could have you could have had fucking Stone Cold in there fighting against Selena Vega. And- Stone Cold would have got blue. <laughs> yeah. I would have thrown water at him because yeah. he's not good enough for yeah. beer. Yeah. Yeah. But, yeah. Um, I'm conflicted. Okay. I wouldn't mind either way. Um, you can try to, you can try 
to retell the story of Asuka in NXT where she was just on a different level from everyone else. And but then it takes some time to tell that story though. Yeah. You can't do it with one title change. You got to build to the title change. Yeah. As is with uh, Bianca, who else can she wrestle that hasn't that she hasn't already wrestled besides Rhea that you would want to see? You know what? I'm going to say it. Let's run it back and make it a thing with Zelina. Again? Bianca and Zelina again? Yeah. Yeah. No, because it was uh, Rhea and Zelina. Bianca never right. wrestled Zelina. Oh. So Bianca okay. and Zelina? Yeah, let's do it with Bianca and Zelina. Why not? She had a really good showing in Puerto Rico. All of a sudden, people liked her there. And ride that momentum to actually get her into a different level. So you're going for a full-fledged race war then. You want yeah. the black community against all the webbacks. Sure. It's fun. <laughs> when you're in the middle, right? <laughs> All right. How many fucks do you have to give on a scale of 1 to 10 for Gunta versus Mustafa Ali on Mustafa's home turf? Three. Um, is this Mustafa's home turf? He's from Saudi Arabia? I think. I don't think well, so. Well, he's, Chica- he's, yeah, he's born in Chicago. Chicago. Born in Chicago. I don't think he's Saudi in. Is Saudi Saudi Arabian? I don't. Is he? Possibly. He's gonna have a, a, a some kind of advantage well, crowd wise yeah. over Gunther. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, he yeah. he's closer to that than Gunther is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I mean, maybe. He I is. believe everyone hates Hitler. So if you, <laughs> I, for some reason, I would have thought that he was either uh, Indian or Pakistani. But okay, well, whatever. Either way, I don't give a flying fuck. Because so none. N- well, no. Okay, I give some fucks. The the some fucks that I give is that it, you know because Gunther he's gonna beat, beat the, the shit, shit out of him. him. <laughs> but I don't think that there's any chance in hell that you know Mustafa's gonna win. I don't think that there's any chance in hell that this match is gonna be competitive. Um, and besides the pop that he might get because he's also Middle Eastern descent, mm-hmm. like aside from that, I don't think there's anything interesting about this match. And it's just like. Uh, let's feed somebody to, to Gunther. Yeah, Gunther. I'm at a three, and it's all about Gunther whipping this poor boy. Yeah, Mustafa's got a way of selling, and I'm sure he's gonna sell like like a million bucks for him. Yeah, it shouldn't take too long either. I expect Gunther to win this. Gunther. Yeah, Gunther's not losing that belt to freaking yeah. Mustafa. Yeah. Uh, we got a new belt. Uh huh. And we got two guys that won it. Yep. Seth Rollins, AJ Styles. Yeah. Are you looking forward to this? I'm at a five. Eh. How obvious is it that it's going to be Seth? AJ's a good wrestler. Very obvious. But oddly enough, it isn't the fact that it's a raw person that needs a raw belt. Because I would think... That when when Triple H made the announcement where Trevor Brand Roman's in the BF, yeah, he's in a, that's the, 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 the other title. brand's gonna have the yeah. title. So I'm assuming if AJ wins it, he's gonna be on Raw. He goes back to Raw as an exception. Now maybe he's that means that they separate him from the rest of the OC, or all the OC go with him, or AJ goes back and forth because right now 
Rhea Ripley's on Raw as a SmackDown Women's Champion, and Bianca Belair's on SmackDown as a Raw Women's Champion. Yeah, they're champion. already fucking up the and crossing the streams of the draft yeah. anyways. So So not even looking at it from that point of view, the last last week's episode of SmackDown already set up two rivalries. AJ rekindling his rivalry with Grayson Walla. Walla. The newest update yeah. from NXT. And then there was a backstage segment. Karrion Cross wants a piece of Phenomenal. Yeah, yeah, he had the card. Yeah. So there's Which, already incentive it, for AJ to stay where he's at. I I don't I don't know if this is on purpose or it just keeps happening that way by happenstance where Karrion Cross is coming up with cards of people that are already in other feuds. <laughs> like, bro, draw the card of somebody that needs something to do. <laughs> he did. He drew Shinsuke. And he lost. And now he's moving on to Styles. I guess. Okay. <laughs> Jesus. So I'm so, trying to, to, to be optimistic about this match because if you don't remember. Yeah. Several years ago, mm-hmm. this match was on our match of the year list. Yes. They can go. This match. It's good on paper. And it's good in person when you watch it. This match in between the bells is going to be great. Yeah. It's going to be good to fucking phenomenal. Excuse me. <laughs> do, yeah. do, 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 do. Phenomenal. <laughs> it's it's going to be somewhere in that range, right? Yeah. Good to phenomenal. But, but Seth is winning this. They're not going to make this brand new title and put it on AJ based off a track record over the last year and a half. If you look at the track record the last year and a half of AJ versus Seth. Who do they have more uh, trust in? They have more trust in Seth, right? If you look at the track record of the last week or two, Seth has been the focus. He's the one in the sit-down interview and playing the fucking 30 for 30 style uh, recap of careers and all that bullshit, just sitting and talking very frankly with the interviewer. Like They're not doing any of that shit for AJ. He right? got Grayson Waller. He got Grayson Waller. He, he got a separate storyline. Right? Two. <laughs> Two separate storylines. Ah, 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 ah. So, no, he's got other shit to do. So, this is just who happens to be in the finals and it's going to be a good match. But we're crowning Seth. Now, the other problem that I have with this is that they've dropped little hints and little seeds and nuggets here and there of something that is going to grow up to blossom into a turd. <laughs> which, which is? Which is Seth and Roman, right? This new belt should have nothing at all whatsoever to do with Roman. Because if it does... And Roman that, belts. That you, and you put a spotlight on the fact that the whole reason why we built this goddamn belt is because... Roman is undefeated and has these other two and has held on to him. So this is a consolation prize. This is a secondary title. This is the title that we had to give you because this other guy was too good to get rid of any of the other belts. Right? So you need to downplay that shit and be like, hey, we just have another world title and that's it. Well, why is that guy walking around with two actual belts? If he's, don't worry about that. He's the Universal Heavyweight Champion, and that's the World Heavyweight Champion. Those are two different ones, and that's it. Don't worry about it. 
But no, they keep focusing on like, well, me and Roman and how I did with Roman. Roman had this title. It's like if you keep bringing that shit up, it's just reminding people that, you know what? You're the secondary champion. That brings up another bone of contention that I don't understand with this belt. Okay. The reason this belt was created was because Roman's got too much on his plate. Right. Or he negotiated a contract where he doesn't have to be here all the time. Yeah. Because he wants to be in Hollywood. What's Seth doing now? He's on the set of the new Captain America movie. He just came out on the Chicago Bears website video promoting, uh, announcing their schedule for for this upcoming football season. And then on top of that, if you're not giving, if you're making a secondary belt because Roman's not contractually obligated to be here that often, then why the fuck is he going for the tag titles? What? That doesn't make sense. <laughs> no sense. This is not. This. It's, it's making all of the all of these matches, all these things, a little bit too predictable and irrelevant. Yeah. I got Seth winning. What happens the Seth next winning. night? I don't fucking know. Yeah. Um. Those are the six matches so far. Number for the whole Shabanga ball. Yeah, Shabanga ball. Uh, five. I'd be surprised if I even watch it. Five. Um, I know that the at home the girls are like, oh, it's uh, WWE blood money. No, fuck it, we're not watching it. I might if I don't have anything else to do, and the girls aren't doing anything, and I'm like, oh, you know what? Let me check it out. If maybe it's an hour or two after the event, and somebody's talking about one thing that was really cool or surprising, all right, let me check this out. Turn it on. The tag match, just for the reaction of the audience to Sammy, is probably what I'm going to be watching. Yeah, maybe. And the highlight video in the end after that. Yeah, so I, I don't think it's appointment viewing for me. Before we go on to the rest of the shows... Some news. Yeah. First first thought when uh, it was confirmed officially that AEW is adding two more hours of programming, quote-unquote, live on Saturday nights, AEW Collision, starting with United Center in Chicago in three weeks, four weeks, three or four weeks. Something like that. Yeah. I believe the date is the 17th? Yeah, Juneteenth weekend. Oh, cool. Yeah. I think that's three weeks. Anyways, whatever. Um, My initial thought was confusion. Because I... The show's name is Collision. (laughs) My initial thought was of confusion. (laughs) Okay. Because I thought that they were announcing a pay-per-view and not a show. Or maybe a special show like, you know, Fight for the Fallen and, you know, stuff like that where it's... On Dynamite, but it's not Dynamite, it's Fight for the Fallen. You know, like, like I was confused. It's like, oh, is this a special Dynamite that's going to be on a Saturday, but they're going to call it Collision? No. Oh, is it just a, a show that they're doing just for shits and giggles? Wait, is it a pay-per-view? What? Huh? What? Huh? Huh? And I was very confused. But then, it, like, it started making more sense. No, they're trying to say that they're actually coming out with a new show. And then there was the rumors of, well, not rumors, but, like, the internet buzz or whatever you want to call it of, like, Andrade El Idolo and, and um, uh, Thunder Rosa Miro. and Miro, like, hey, they're going to be on this show. I'm like, they're going to be on the first one in the pay-per-view? No, they're that's their brand? So they're doing a brand split? So the brand is going to be 
Dynamite Collision and Rampage in between? Are they going to have both? Is it three brands? What about ROH? No, surely Collision is ROH. No, it's AEW. Okay, well, what's going on with the ROH brand? What? So I'm still a little... Demystify me, please, sir. It's hours four and five of AEW television. Um, Dark and Elevation are completely off of YouTube. Because they were giving that away for free on YouTube. They signed a contract, $500,000 per hour of television. Okay. Which means they're making $2.5 million a week. Okay. Between two hours of Dynamite, one hour of Rampage, and two hours of what will be Collision. Okay. Uh, it was rumored that CM Punk, they were still trying to finalize him getting back, coming back. To start these shows based around centered around him, which mm-hmm. was why they didn't announce it at the the upfronts for the networks, and why they didn't announce the first week. They had a backup plan, or so it's been told on the internet or in, through podcasts or whatever you listen to or watch. That they had a backup plan that the first episode was going to be in Daly's place in Jacksonville in case okay. Punk didn't show up. Because imagine you go to Chicago. On the debut of your new show, just like you went to Chicago on the debut of Rampage, mm-hmm. and Punk didn't show up. Yeah. Their crowd would eat you alive for two hours. Yeah. So all all signs are pointing to CM Punk is returning on this Saturday show. And the possibility of the Saturday show being all the people that are anti-elite politically... And Wednesday show is everyone pro elite politically. So punk and that's it. Punk, FTR, powerhouse. Uh, powerhouse is politically it, against the well, elite. There, so the announcement was these are the wrestlers that are going to be on there. And they announced powerhouse, Andrade, uh, Rosa. Rosa. Orange Cassidy's going to be flipping back and forth because Tony so, Khan really likes Orange Cassidy. Your brain's about to blow. I can so already tell. So is it a... Separate brand that with hasn't a separate been con- roster. That hasn't been confirmed yet. Technically, nor denied. But as the weeks go on, we'll we'll probably be able to figure out, oh, we only see this person on such and such. And we only see this person on such and such. So the plan is Wednesday, Dynamite Live, and then Rampage tapings either before or after the Dynamite airing. Saturdays, Collision Live, and... Ring of Honor television, either before or after the live airing of, yeah. of Collision. What ha- happened this past week was, since in Vegas, they uh, taped Dynamite live. Then after Dynamite was Rampage. And then after after Rampage taping was about an hour and a half of Ring of Honor television, which by then... that, that Which, where's the Ring of Honor television? Just Is that literally just on Honor Club, Club and that's yeah. it? That's it. Why? Why... Why make a separate brand for the CM Punk people and not just call it ROH and have CM Punk run ROH? CM Punk was never anti-ROH. In fact, he was. that's where he cut his teeth. And Yeah. Wh- wh- why? Why? What? Well, I get it, the money. The rights I, fees. The, the rights fees? More television. No, I get easy. it. More television. It'd be easy. More television. I, a, basically, calling it AEW collision, you just call it ROH collision. 
So right? I, I hearken back to the analogy of I was born and raised on McDonald's. I love McDonald's. I could eat it often. But I have also seen um, supersize me dozens of times. And you can see what your body does when you've had McDonald's three times a day for 30 days straight. So one, two, three, four, five, six, seven hours of AEW programming weekly, regardless of where you get it from, is too fucking much. I agree. <laughs> so instead, call it ROH. ROH Collision. Why? Why would that? Why is that not a solution? Because ROH is not the acronym that got the attention. It's not the acronym that got them where they are now. We had this conversation before, and I love looking like the asshole when I bring this up. ROH only got so far for a reason, and there hasn't been anything to change my opinion that ROH will go any further than it has already gone. It's not Ring of Hope. So just because Tony Khan's got a butt fuck ton of money from his daddy doesn't mean ROH is going to be the second brand after AEW and WWE's third and NXT is fourth and New Japan is fifth and somewhere in like the 300s is impact. That's not how this is going to work. Well, it should. <laughs> in my opinion. ROH, one hour every week on the, on the Max app. That's it. Uh, oh, it's on Max. No, it should be. Oh, it should it, be. The, yeah. Okay. Dino, uh, Rampage, kill it. You already killed two shows on YouTube. Might as well kill another hour. And you got AEW on Wednesday. And good luck getting AEW, getting people to watch AEW on Saturday. Yeah, that's a weird night to have wrestling, man. Like uh, A pay-per-view not, every three months? Yeah. Not bad. Yeah, pay-per-view is fine. This ain't Ooh. UFC. UFC has been around for over three decades. So if they have weekly Saturday night fights, even if it's like three three fights out of the month, they're in like a smaller arena, like a Civic Center or something. And then their UFC numbered fights is, oh shit, we're at MGM. Oh shit, we're in Toyota Center. Oh shit, we're in Madison Square Garden. And, and see, the, the UFC actually works for the weekly stuff. Not because people, oh my god, follow UFC or whatever. People do. But because it can also be casual watching if you're going to a sports bar on a Saturday night. Whereas, And there's so many different fighters yeah. and matches that you're not going to get burnt out of seeing someone every week, and, twice and, a week, and you don't, for six months. And you don't necessarily, since it's not a, a UFC pay-per-view, you don't necessarily give a shit with who's wrestling on there or fighting on there when you're going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Right, going to Buffalo Wild Wings. Hey, yeah, let's watch some UFC. Cool, no, yeah, whatever. Yeah. Because why? You don't have to pay attention to the audio. All you have to pay attention to is one dude hitting another dude, and that's it. Whereas wrestling, the audio is just as important as the visual because yeah. storyline, storytelling, what the competitors are saying, what the commentators are saying, what what's going on in that weird ass video package. Oh, this explains the actual story. It's not just about promos the, uh, in the ring. Uh, yeah. Closed caption's not going to get you that same vibe that exactly. 4DX does. Right. So it, it, that works for UFC. That doesn't work for wrestling. Uh, ladies' night. Ladies. Mercedes Monet, Liv Morgan, Dakota Kai, all injured again. It sounds like summer's coming. It sounds like summer's ahead. Which one hurts the most? Liv? Liv! Liv? Defend yourself. Uh, Liv really um, rounded off some of the staleness in the WWE's women division in a nice way where she was over 
maybe a little bit past being over, but not completely stale. Like even some of the people that we do like in the women's division, right? And like as much as I, you know, cooed over Bianca, she might be getting to that stale territory, right? Yeah. You got to do something to keep her a little fresh. And hopefully they will. But uh, if she's going up against the same opponents over and over, ugh. You know, we just talked about who all else can she take out. Not much. But, you know, you, you put an extra little spit shine on Liv. Cool. Let's, let's, let's throw Liv in there. That that rejuvenates the women's division. And with her gone, oh, man. So what are you going to... You're going to rely on Dakota Kai? Well, <laughs> Yeah. No, you're going to rely on EO. Sure, if you let EO get out from under the shadow of Bailey, you know, it has cast shadow. Yeah, oof. Yeah, it does. You can, you can tell time with that thing. Yeah. Um, <laughs> the pen, the bobby pins from her pants should have been f- f- fucking Krypton. Jesus Christ. <laughs> um, so Liv hurts the most, I'd say. What about you? I think what hurts the most, in my opinion, is Monet. Okay. You know, we're this is the second year in a row that we're trying to push Forbidden Door as an attraction where we can see matchups and appearances from people that we would normally not see on AEW television, let alone on a platform in the United States uh-huh. bigger than anything that New Japan's had in the States. No respect, no disrespect to New Japan. That strong show and that tour and that roster that they do is not coming up to AEW's level. That's why Juice Robinson has got a contract with AEW. Okay. That's why uh, your boy Jay White's got a contract with AEW. As of last week, Aussie Open have a contract with AEW. So part of the allure of the what if, if it was Marvel versus DC, what if we got Mercedes Monet versus Britt Baker okay, or uh, Jamie Hayter? Or, if you really want to perk up fans' attention, what if we got Mercedes Monet versus Soraya? Hmm. You know? But now that's off the table because Mercedes is hurt again. And at her... This was probably at her most popular outside of WWE because she raised a lot of eyebrows when showing up to New Japan. She raised more eyebrows when she won their uh, women's title. Um, She was in this tournament to win the U.S., the Strong, which is the New Japan brand here in the U.S. She was in a finals with Willow. And towards the end, she got hurt and the audible was called that Willow was going to win, which Willow won it. But just imagine Sasha being here with the, the New Japan Strong women's title at Forbidden Door calling out one of the girls. That would have sold. Well, that would have, not that it needed help selling because Forbidden Door sold out in like, in, in the pre-sale, it sold out. <laughs> yeah. So. I, I think part of the reason why I'm choosing Liv over Bianca, or Bianca, <laughs> over Mercedes Monet, is because all that that you just said was shit that wasn't on my radar. Got you. Right? Um, can all this happen with Forbidden Door and her being in New Japan and New Japan and AEW are going to have a thing soon? Well, I haven't seen any of that New Japan stuff, really, except for when she cut that god-awful, terrible promo when she like came back. And I was like, okay, this yeah. is a joke. Whatever. And, and maybe she'll have a better showing here eventually. And I never got that better showing. And, yeah, she probably had maybe two or three matches of note in between then and now but in my mind it's like 
oh yeah, last month she showed up and made an ass of herself, and now she's getting injured. Yeah. Whoop de dee do. You know what? You know, it couldn't she, have happened she, to a nicer woman. Yeah. You know what? It's <laughs> over. In fact, I'm more interested in fucking Trinity Fatu showing up in Impact. Yeah. Why? Because I actually get that on the telly. Yeah. And she hasn't been quite as much of an asshole as uh, Mercedes Monet has been. Or injury prone. Or injury prone. Yeah. Either to herself or to others. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, cool. Yeah. I. I have I, you been watching Trinity Fat Two on Impact? I saw I saw her versus um, God, who did she fight? Lady Frost. Was it like two weeks ago? Was it Lady Frost? Possibly. I think it was. It was a good ass match. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, hell yeah, nice to see you, Rack. I'm happy for her. You know. Um, Sidebar. Yeah. Besides Trinity, what's good on Impact right now that would persuade a former Impact viewer or a current wrestling fan in general to try to give them another shot? Steve Macklin is their world champ. Is that doing it for I'm, you? I'm always going to say this. The best kept secret in Impact is Speedball Mike Bailey. Speed. And even then, that secret's not that much kept anymore. I know. He's leading the Super Juniors tournament. Yeah. So yeah. we might be watching the finals together so that we could review it. I'll tell you, man. Speedball's fucking badass, though, man. I love Speedball. He's got a he's charm cool. to him. He's got, yeah. It's not just the, it's easy to tag the Cobra Kai yeah, joke on him, but there's something to him that you want to that yeah. you want to watch. Yeah, he kind of yeah. like he's kind of got a throwback to him, but still modern. And he's yeah. old. People, you, you can't tell by his looks. He's old. Well, Asian don't reason. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. That and I guess the spectacle of Jordan Grace. <laughs> Always the spectacle of Jordan Grace. Um, I am in the minority. Okay. And I don't want to sound uh, evil when I say this. Oh, God. I appreciated her skill and her talent more when she was overweight. Oh, fuck. Okay. Her being as jacked as her dude. uh, Octopus guy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Grisham. Jonathan Grisham. It doesn't have the same wow factor to me. Really? Yeah. For me, I think it's a more She was wow in the factor. Battle Royal of All In in Chicago yeah. before AEW was AEW, and she was wowing the audience because yeah. she was, what, 5'2", five, 5'3", two, five, yeah. two bills 50, yeah. but shaped like two bills 50, yeah. but that smile, and then the smile goes away and she starts suplexing motherfuckers. Yeah. She was getting people over, and most of her run where she was champ that made the women's division better was when she was the weight she was then and the appearance she was then as opposed to now, which she looks great now. But Muscle mommy, man. Yeah. You don't take the muscle mommy. Yeah, I got Rhea for that. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I dig it. <laughs> um, yeah. All right. That was our impact detour. That was our impact detour. They have a show this weekend. Go check it out if you can. <laughs> Sunday. Yes. Sunday. NXT Battleground on the Peacock. Wait. We're talking about NXT on Sunday? Yes. Not fucking double or nothing? Haven't we? What? Huh? NXT Battleground. Goddamn, dude. Sunday. It's already nine. We'll run through the matches then. Oh. Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes 2. Okay. The, the, the role reversal. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, Carmelo's mm-hmm. the face. Breaker's the heel. Mm-hmm. Uh, Lyra and Valkyria 
Um, I'm sorry, Lyra Valkyria versus Tiffany Stratton tournament for the vacated women's title. The finals is is this Sunday. Why did the women's title get vacated? What's going because, on? Because uh, Indy Hartwell got drafted to Raw. Oh, so she just vacated. So they had to vacate it. Okay, yeah. they didn't do that with the tag teams. The tag team women, they're still running around with their tag team championship. Isla, something. Isla Dawn, and uh, yeah, Alba Fire. Alba Fire, Alba yeah. Fire, yeah. That probably won't last long. Um, Noam Dar versus Dragon Lee. Heritage Cup oh, match. Oh, I miss Noam Dar. He was so cute. He's British, just a cute little guy. British rounds match. Okay. So that British style stuff they do. Okay. Triple threat. Wes Lee. Mm-hmm. Joe Gacy. Tyler Bate. Big strong boy. Big strong boy. boy. Yeah. Uh, Gallus, Mark Coffey, and Wolfgang against the Creed Brothers for the men's tag titles. Okay. And Ilya Dragunov versus Dijak. Okay. Last man standing. Dragunov versus Dijak. Wow. Last man standing. Okay. That's that NXT cool. Battleground live, okay. 7 o'clock central, from the outskirts of Boston. Boston. They are not in the, in, in, the, in the full sale zone. They're in front of an actual audience. Okay. And that goes up against... Year five, AEW Double or Nothing five. This is the fifth one? Yeah. Holy shit. 2019 was the first one. Oh my God. Which is where I hesitated in the very beginning when you did the intro. I thought that's what the the conversation was in a dovetail. It comes back around now. Okay. I think it's time for AEW to to tour that show elsewhere. Oh, I th- I'm I'm not a big fan of residencies in general. So the fact okay. that All In and All Out has been in Chicago every year since it started, mm-hmm. the fact that Double or Nothing has been in Vegas every year since it started, at some point you're gonna get fatigue, and it's already happening now because there's a four dollar bundle ticket where you get four dollar bundle where you get four tickets for forty dollars for T-Mobile Arena mm-hmm. this Sunday on the Strip. Where every other all out, I mean, every other double or nothing has sold out within minutes, if not the week. And there's still tickets for this one. Oh, okay. So, I think there, Atlantic City, there's gambling in, in New Jersey. There's gambling in uh, California. There's gambling in Arkansas. There's gambling in Oklahoma. You can do double or nothing somewhere else. Nobody's going to Oklahoma or Arkansas. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Atlantic City. Okay. Do Atlantic City for a year. Okay. Go to New Market. Uh, they didn't really announce what was the, um, the buy-in or whatever, the pre-show. So these matches are just matches that were listed. Ethan Page and the Guns against Matt and Jeff Hardy and Isaiah Cassidy from Private Party. Mm, okay. Give me uh, a number. Seven. Um, their uh, Hardy Compound stuff. It's funny. Oh, you it's saw t- it on Rampage? Yeah. Yeah. It was typical Hardy Compound things. Uh, I can't say that I 100% paid attention to it, again, because of the traveling and stuff that I did within the last week or so. Um, it, it kind of fucked up my schedule a bit. But uh, I saw some of it. I was aware that it was happening. It was cool. It was funny. It was what you should expect from Hardy Compound stuff. So this match, uh, it's not at the Compound. As far as I know, it's not. It's in the ring. Okay, it's in the ring. Yeah, be, okay, cool. Yeah, let's let's see what they can do. What did I say? Seven, seven, two, two, two. 
Ethan Page could be doing so much more right now. But more importantly, I refuse to normalize Jeff Hardy as still a professional wrestler in 2023. Please, for your wife and your children and your own personal well-being, please, you have nothing left to prove. You have nothing left. I don't... I, do not want this to be a Chris Benoit, a fucking Mr. Haramasawa, a situation where somebody dies in the ring. I don't want to watch that shit. All right. I don't want that to happen. This is this is me being selfish for Jeff as a human being. This has nothing to do with pro wrestling. Please stop. Okay. Go away. Go Damn. home. Damn. Live. Damn. Uh... Don't spend your light your life in front of the red light trying to kill yourself. Go live. Two. And to wow. top it all off, I got Ethan Page and the guns winning. I got Ethan Page and the guns winning. The, the Hardys, uh, again, they're extremely established. They earn nothing by beating them. I, I think what... what um, I, I agree with you with Jeff Hardy. Okay. Uh, I think I've even said this on the show maybe a few weeks ago or, or whenever the last time we recorded was that I don't trust Jeff Hardy to be uh, anything in wrestling anymore. I don't trust him. I When I'm looking at the match, I'm not looking at Jeff. I'm looking more at Matt. I'm looking more at Ethan. I'm looking more at the guns. And I'm looking a lot more at fucking Silly String, mm-hmm. right? Um, I hope that this stuff with the Hardys, you, it will eventually let the arrow go for them. They've been pulling back on that fucking bow for a long time with Private Party and the Hardys. You got to let it go at some point and just whew, let Private Party fly, you know. And they, they, they haven't done it yet, but I'm, I'm still... Hopefully when Mark Quinn comes back from injury, that's when they let go. That's what, I, that's what I'm hoping, man. That's what I'm hoping because, man, I, I, I love me some Private Party. Put the kids over. If, like I said before, three matches. Don't burn them on nonsense like this. Okay. One match, parties versus private party. Let the kids shine. Okay. Whether they go over or not, as long as they, as long as they elevate the kids. Um, for a bigger national audience, the Hardys and the Bucks. Okay. And if you want to prove that FTR is the best tag team in the world, Hardys versus FTR. That's it. And that's swan, swan song, song. Swan song for both of them. Okay. But I don't want to normalize Jeff every week doing another swanton off like the the roof of a building onto like four tables, and he misses I mean, it completely. Sting does it still? <laughs> and Sting is like twice his age. But he's taking care of himself a whole lot better. That is true. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. Sting versus Jeff Hardy in Impact. How did that match go? <laughs> Unsanctioned. Chris right. Jericho versus Adam Cole. Baby. Baby. Number. Six. Um, I am... I used to be a Jericho-holic. Big Jericho-holic, man. I had the shirt. I love Jericho. Millennium, man. Straight edge safe? It's it's cool to be a Jericho-holic as a straight edge wrestling yes. fan? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Fucking love love him but he's venturing into that overstaying your welcome rick flair territory mm-hmm. right 
I wouldn't mind seeing Jericho and the Jericho Appreciation Society becoming more like um, Mafia where Jericho is the Don and he doesn't get his hands dirty. Right? Like, like he is almost like how Regal was with the Black Blackpool Combat Club. Yeah. Like, just go do things, minions. Right? Um, and they just, like, for whatever reason, just appreciate the Don that much right i don't want him to be the guy that's wrestling with 50 million people back up right um and i don't necessarily like this feud either because while i get it that it's something non-title that is still high profile to something to do for adam cole baby um I want more for Cole than to be the guy that is the placeholder for Jericho because Jericho has to have all the spotlight, you know? Um, and the, the storyline escalated way too quickly. Just, okay, we're going to handcuff you and beat your wife in front of you? Whoa, okay, wow, that's what we're starting with? Holy shit, guys. Damn. <laughs> let, let me... Let me you got to put the goldfish in, in, in the fucking tank while still in the bag, bro. Nah, like it's getting better. Okay. Because once Jericho beats Cole, then the next month, Cole's going to turn in Jericho's wife to the authorities for being at the president, for being at the White House on January 6th. That's <laughs> where we get the blood feud. Yeah, loser goes over the wall, baby. North or south? South. He's <laughs> Canadian. He just, you know. Go back where you came from. Throw, I take on Canada. I don't want this to be a trend tonight. Okay. I'm at a two for this match. A two? I suddenly care more about Sabu than either Jericho or Cole. That's a fucking problem. Yeah. <laughs> How badass are you that you walk out to the ring wearing your backstage pass? <laughs> Like, none of the security knew who the fuck he was. It's like, it's okay, guys. I'm supposed to be here. Here's my badge. Let me go through the entrance with my music. It's okay. Ask Gorilla and catch yeah. the youngins. I have no idea yeah. who I am. Hey, Tony. Thanks for the paycheck. <laughs> and licensing my old theme from ECW. That's awesome as fuck, bro. That's awesome as fuck. This is also random as fuck. I know that this isn't an original take because everybody was saying this, but Adam Cole's old friend, Sabu? What? Like, huh? How? Where? What? Why? How? He? How the fuck does he know? Why is he friends with Sabu? What? The only reason I'm at a two is because of math. I work at a bank for a living. I like playing roulette when I go to the casinos. I know how to math. And in that promo, Jericho said, there's five of us and only two of you. Now, if you add Sabu, that's three. Who the fuck is next? There's boop, two more. Boop. Sandman. Oh, shit. Oh, and Tommy Dreamer. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I was going to save that for the end of the show. But let's do another sidebar since you mentioned it. Okay. We're in DLC territory in this episode. Okay. Did you hear the story that floated around the internet recently about how infamous 
WrestleMania 17 oh, would have could been. have been. Could yes. have been. Yes, yeah. Tell them yeah. for anyone that doesn't so, know this. Tommy Dreamer confessed that he planned to, at WrestleMania 17 to show up, jump over the guardrail, strike his pose, take out a gun, kill Paul Heyman, and then kill himself. And this is not storyline. Yeah. He, this is legit. He, he was planned in depression to do in 2001. He planned to do this. He was literally suicidal and homicidal. Yes. Uh, um, and then what stopped him is that JR called him, was two, three days before, whatever, saying, hey, we're going to get you a spot and you know give you some work or whatever. And that pulled him out of the funk. But if it wasn't for JR happened to call him to tell him that, he, he probably would have done something really crazy. That's fucking nuts. Yeah. And that's before the dime bag thing that happened, the damage plan where he got shot on stage to death. Mm. That happened in front of a couple hundred people. Mm. If the beginning, if the first time crazies and people that aren't well mentally, if the first time that happened was not in front of a hundred people in 2004 or 2000. Five or whatever, but WrestleMania in front of 67,925 people and on pay per view over a oh, million no, buys no. Yeah. at the height of wrestling popularity. Yeah. This whole industry would be completely different than what it is now. Maybe not even around. Maybe not even around. Yeah. Definitely wouldn't have had the 9 11 stuff with uh, Muhammad Hassan on television. Yeah. You definitely wouldn't have had a lot of other crazy ass shit that we've seen yeah. as pro wrestling on television where we, of sound mind ish, know the difference between what's real and what's not in professional wrestling. Yeah. If fucking, if that would have happened, I don't even know if I'd be doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Things would have been a lot different if he actually did that. Yeah. Murdered Paul Heyman and killed himself? Jesus. Now, as much as you want to say that, <laughs> to be fair... That's a damn good episode to, of Dark Side of the yeah. Ring, season five. <laughs> to be fair, Owen Hart fell from the rafters and died, and they continued on with the pay-per-view. So, eh, maybe nothing would have changed. <laughs> oh, <Holy laughs> fuck! Wow. <laughs> wow. Jerry Lawler had a heart attack on air and almost died. And uh, nothing really changed. So, <laughs> maybe nothing. My, 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 my brain is rebooting as we speak. <laughs> Cristobal.exe, activate. What the fucking fuck? I mean, am I wrong? What the fucking fuck? Am I wrong? Triple H would have still humped the corpse. Tommy Dreamer, I'm glad that you did not do all oh. that. So glad. God damn. Yeah, uh, going back to your math. Away from this dark... Who the fuck magic. is left? Going back to your math. Yeah. Boy? I guess. I don't know. But, like, it. I had not the exact same thought, but the thought was, how are you going to even the odds by one guy when you're still going to be short, you know, two? Kyle O'Reilly is nowhere near physically capable of doing anything physical other than getting up to go shit. 
Okay. With his neck surgery. So that's out. Bobby Fish. Uh, he burned that bridge getting out he, of AEW. He opened his his mouth, burned that bridge. Yeah. And it wasn't just wrestling. It was other things. <laughs> Hector says HWR bridge. dark. And then... And then Aaron said, didn't a wrestler kill his family? Yeah, that's Chris Benoit. Chris Benoit. I opened her to that documentary. That that she was about as frozen as I just was about 30 seconds ago. Now, none of that happened happened on air. No. But, yeah. (sighs) I'm at a two. And it's typical Chris Jericho. He's winning. You know what? That actually lends credence to your argument that some things would change. Because with Benoit... None of that happened on air, right? That all happened at his house behind the scenes. No one knew. But there was a lot of stuff that did change because that opened the door to all the CTE stuff. So not only did that change wrestling, that also changed football. Yeah. Right? Because that CTE stuff spilled over into football. And then, of course, all the other sports and stuff. So if there's anything good that came from Benoit killing his family, it's that it opened up the door to the research or mass research of concussion. yeah. Yeah. So... Silver lining. Concussions. Did you just have one? Concussions. <laughs> Dumb. Yeah. Hector. What's up, Hector? Hector says uh, Kyle was training with Cole according to the All Access show. That All Access show could have been taped long before uh, Kylo went for that neck surgery that got fucked up and he had to get another one, I think, or something. I don't know. Hector, you tell me. Yeah. Yeah, I got Jericho winning. All right. Speaking of butt fuckery, <laughs> the Blackpool Combat Club against the Elite Anarchy and the Bukaki. Uh, Hi, I am at a nine for this. Nine as in no, no, or no. nine as in nueve, nueve. Okay, nueve. I am nueve. I'm very, <laughs> I'm very high on this because Anarchy in the Arena was so much fun last year. And I think it's going to be fun this year. And if they play Moxley's music for the first time. That too. Um, and all four of the elite, all four of the Black Blackpool Combat Club, uh, I like as of right now as units. Like if you take some of them individually, I'm not that excited about Moxley. Uh, Wheeler, I think, hasn't realized his full potential yet. Um, you know, Hangman by himself sometimes can be a little boring. But that unit versus that other unit fuck yeah man i'm down um i hope that this is going to return a little bit more prestige to the elite uh uh, camp right because i don't think the elite has been as over as they were coming out of japan and starting aew that was the peak of their their popularity and unfortunately they've had a lot of valleys and the biggest valley has been brawl out because of the whole brawl out thing they're not quite as trusted or popular amongst fans because some people still are disillusioned with what happened some people are disillusioned more on the punk side some are disillusioned more on the elite side but at the end of the day their stock is still lower, and I really want them to raise their stock again because, God damn it, I want Kenny to be the same Kenny Omega that was fighting Okada three times, and each one of those goddamn matches were match of the year candidates. Four times. Even better. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and, and they're not quite there yet. All that shit happened in Japan. It didn't necessarily happen in the States, and I'm waiting for that fucking fever pitch to happen again, and I think that window is starting to close. 
starting to close, but I'm still excited about this match. Um, these are one of the storylines in AEW where I can guesstimate the next three or four moves. <laughs> Hector! And I like them a lot. Sorry, I just have to say this. Hector says, I want to see Hangman come in on a horse and chase down Yuta. That could still happen. Yes. Um, I'm, I'm already seeing the future, and I am intrigued as fuck. All right. There's two options. We already have on AEW television the story of Takeshita coming in to try to save Omega because Callus brought him in. Okay. He can be that MacGuffin where he shows up at the end of that match. Is he on Team Elite or is he on Team Callus in the Blackpool? Okay. And that's the ace up their sleeve, and that's how Blackpool Combat Club wins. Which leads to an, uh, uh, Stadium Stampede. Oh, yeah. In Wembley. Oh! Because Wembley is a stadium. Yes. And, which means Kenny needs more ammunition, more backup. So who would he trust? Perhaps someone, former tag team, former champion, former rival in New Japan, who is a free agent currently. And we can have the golden elite with the golden lovers, Ibushi Kota. Yeah. With Kenny and the Bucks and Hangman against all five of the Blackpool Combat Club. Okay. Now the other option, because it was flirted at the house at the house show where uh, Mercedes got injured. Yeah. Which I'm sorry. Pause. While it's under bad circumstances, I am so glad Willow has a title for something. Cause I love me some Willow. Fuck, I love Willow. I just love her so much. I just want to hold her and squeeze her. Oh, I have, I have this weird duality. That I've been fighting in my head, where I have the maddest crush on Rhea Ripley for the dark side of me, uh-huh. and then the light side is all Willow. <laughs> She's just so cute. I love her. Oh my god, Squee! You can Sorry. always replace Kanosuke Takeshita uh-huh. with uh, Moxley's other pupil. Okay, Shooter Umino. Oh, from New Japan. Okay, okay. Red Shoes' kid? No, Red Shoes' kid is uh, uh, Takeshka. Takeshka is Red Shoes' kid. What? Yes. Hector, clear that up. But shoot, uh, uh, Moxley was at that Japan show and reiterated that um, Shooter's got an open invitation to join the BCC. Nice. That could be his fifth. Because as much as I like Takeshita, I don't think... Either his character or his fighting style lends to Blackpool as well as Shooter's does. Mm. And Shooter has already an established relationship with Mox. Mm. And if Mox is considered the leader because he's the one that gets title shots. Ah, his former I was champion, wrong. Shooter Uno is, is Red Shoes' kid. Thank you. My Shooter bad. is Red Shoes' kid. So Damn. you can have that five on five. At Anarchy in the at uh, Stadium Stampede yeah. at in all, Wembley at All In, okay. and then the next week, All Out in Chicago is where you have them separated. Okay, you have <laughs> Golden Lovers <laughs> against Moxley and Danielson. Okay, you have the Young Bucks 
against Cesaro and uh, Wheeler, and Wheeler, and then you have Shooter against Hangman. Okay, or Takeshita if you want to do Takeshita versus Hangman, and that pretty much is half of your all-out pay-per-view in Chicago. Mm-hmm. And then you sprinkle some CM Punk in there against somebody, CM Punk MJF. Oh, <laughs> that's a pay-per-view enough. Yeah. <laughs> Anything else that gravy you can spread out between Rampage and Dynamite that you would have or even Collision that you would have that week in Chicago. Fuck four fucking shows in Chicago. God damn. Uh, Hector says this. I see Osprey interfering in the match, setting up a match with Omega. How would you feel about Osprey instead of all this bullshit that you just said? <laughs> uh, that would set up Osprey versus Omega at Forbidden Door quite nicely, and that's yeah. at the end of June. Yeah. Um, the only thing is, a lot of the allure of New Japan, even up till now, is that I feel like you don't need a lot of storytelling. In between matches or to set up matches in New Japan. Okay. We fawn over Omega Okada 3 at the G1. (laughs) Kevin Kelly did in 75 seconds what most programs and most feuds in pro wrestling take weeks and months to do. Mm. And that's get you invested in what you're about to see. Okay. So I don't need Osprey to interfere for Osprey to have a rematch with Omega for the U.S. New Japan title at Forbidden Door, okay. you can just make that match today, just and it. it's already done. Because again, it's already been sold out. You don't need to build story for a lot of this stuff. Okay, and if if it's already predetermined or predisposed, oh, we've already got this. This is a, a sequel from Wrestle Kingdom that we all love. That's already in our match of the year list. Yeah, we don't need a lot of. Sprinkles and all this other accessories. I just need my cookies and cream ice cream, and yeah. that would be the match mm-hmm. itself. So, and besides, if you have Osprey cost, then everyone in the in the elite is going to have a beef with Osprey, and okay. that's not necessary. Because then Osprey and Aussie Open, then they're going to be outnumbered, and then we're right. going to do the math again. Right, and a lot of wrestling right. fans. Even diehard fans, not that good at the math. No, not that good at the math. They don't speak the math. They don't speak the math. They don't math. No. They do not math at all. Math they do not have. No, math. They has no math. Or gravity. Because they wear nine (laughs) wrestling belts and they still don't have one around their pants to hold their shit up. Or or deodorant. Or deodorant. Right. Yeah. (laughs) BCC versus the elite. I said nine. What do you say? Give me a number. For all its faults. Give me a number. I'm also at a nine. We agree. There might be some faults, but regardless, it's been a consistent and a coherent storyline. And they've been drip feeding us stuff every week to keep the momentum of the story going. And now we're getting an actual payoff, a match that makes sense. And if the foreshadowing continues that what what my premonition and my booking comes to fruition, it will continue to make sense, possibly more sense, not to the people that watch AEW now 
or that have watched AEW for the past two years, but for the people that have been invested in the career of the elite before AEW was a thing. Okay. This is one of those matches that are for us. WWE has WrestleMania and they have all the 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 stars and the special guests and the marquee matches and then all and then every once in a while we get AJ Styles versus Shinsuke Nakamura. Well, we right. know something is specifically for us. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This match for BC Elite is for us, the wrestling fan that has been the fan forever. Forever. Yeah. yeah. So okay. I'm at a nine. Okay. Well, only thing that's keeping me, I wish Yuta was a bit more established. I feel like mm. he's been taking a lot of L's lately. It's very yeah. obvious to me that... For as much potential as he has right now in in May 2023, he is the dead weight of BCC. Yeah, I feel like um, they spent a lot of 2022 trying to build up Yuta and, and build his um, or earn his way into the BCC. And then once he earned his way in, they kind of forgot Complacent. about Complacent, yeah. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Osprey has a sol- solid reason to start beef with Omega, says Hector. Okay. With Omega, not the elite. Yeah. That's the difference. Okay. Um, yeah, Aussie Open. You got an old thick boy over there. He can. I've got fucking um, BCC winning this. Okay. Uh, you know, I got the Elite winning this. I think they need to. I think they need it. Orange Cassidy stars in the 21 man Blackjack Battle Royal for the international title. And he's the 21. He's the, uh, the Joker or whatever they're calling yeah. it, right? And it's over the top rope. Yep. Just both feet hit the ground. Uh, somehow, this is a hodgepodge of people because I, I pulled up the graphic yesterday. What the fuck happened with Keith Lee versus Swerve? That silly isn't a thing anymore, but they're both in this ladder match. They'll have their, their moment. Yeah. Wait, it's not over the top rope. It's a ladder? No, I'm sorry. Over the top rope. Is it? Dustin is in this. Okay. Um... The other Aussie Open guy is in it because uh, Fletcher already lost on Wednesday. Wait, cakes or not cakes? Cakes. Okay, oof. Uh, yeah, beef. <laughs> There's not beef in this bitch. Powerhouse Hobbs is in this. Yeah. Um, there's a couple of people in this, and it's just like, where have these people been? Yeah. Um, I hope, and this is, it could be a slight, it could not be. Now is the perfect time for Orange to drop the belt. And him, this being a battle royal, he could drop it without getting pinned. Okay. He can do a rematch where Orange Cassidy at some point just runs out of gas. He's been wrestling every week, almost twice a week. Skirting finishes. I, I kind of lost interest in his reign last Wednesday when he t- kicked out of three Michinoku drivers, the third one from the top rope. So at some point, yeah. if, if fucking John Wilkes Booth can't beat him, then nobody's going to beat him. <laughs> So what the fuck? Um, I I don't know who all is on the roster in this match, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I think that you might be right that it might be time to pull the title off of him. Um, Ricky Starks, Jay White, uh, uh, Hardball, uh, Juice Robinson's in this. Rock Hard, Rock Hard. There we Rock go. Hard. Something like that. I think that if I had to take a stab in the dark. I would say that the person to do it, to win it, Andrade Idolo. It has to be a heel. I'm thinking the same wavelength. It, it Either Jay heel, White or... And it needs to be one of the guys that you said, hey, look who's coming to collision. So, Miro, maybe. But I don't know if... The, I want Miro chasing. 
I want okay. heel winning it. Dude, Jay White and fucking Miro. Andrade El Idolo, then. It's going to be Andrade. So you put it on Andrade. He has this new shiny belt for the new shiny show. He's a big dick. He's a heel. He can play it up. Oh, speaking of big, yeah. fucking Big Bill's in it. <laughs> uh... <laughs> Hector, uh, the Cassidy match would be a great way to show talent that might end up on Collision. Yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah, Collision. This is going to be a setup for Collision. This might not be the most popular opinion. This should be the match that's on buy-in. You want people for free to watch this. Mm. You want people to watch this for free so they can see all the talent that AEW has to offer. Especially if you're going to christen the next era of that belt and have a new person have someone beat orange cassidy for it mm-hmm. you would want them to be to be seen in front of free people as opposed to an, a free audience as opposed to people yeah. that are behind the paywall of the pay-per-view right um you're picking andrade i'm picking jay white okay let people in america on a bigger stage see how good of a heel jay white can be yeah 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 jay white can can be good when when needs to be Jade Cargill against Taya Valkyrie. TBS title is actually being defended this time on pay-per-view. Man. Two questions. Three questions. Number one, give me a number. And I know that's not a question. <laughs> this is hard for me, man. It's been hard for me ever since Taya came back. I I eight? I see, I, I don't know if I want to go. I don't know if I want to go seven or if I want to go ten. So maybe I'll split the difference to do eight and a half, right? Uh, eight and a half, sure. Um, the reason why I, I'm not sure if I want to be a ten is because I don't know if in between the bells of match itself is going to be that good, right? Taya is good. And and Jade is good, but I don't think either one of them are fucking phenomenal. I don't think either one of them are great. But could one of them pull a better match out of each other? I don't know, man. Maybe. And the storyline of oh, you can't use the finisher, but they both have the same finisher. Just and now Taya can name different. Like, yeah. cool. That was a nice little build. That's made me interested, but the 60 and 0 has made me intrigued. So is this going to be the 1 and 61 and 0 or 60 and 0 and 1 or whatever? 60 and 1. Yeah, math. See, wrestling <laughs> fans can't math. Um, <laughs> you know, it, Thank it, you for proving my point <laughs> without me having like, to prove it. Is this that time? Or, fuck no. Jade is going to keep it until she beats Goldberg's record. Right? And I'm like, man, I don't know. I, I, I can't call it. I don't know how to call it. I don't know who's going to win this. And that makes me a little bit more excited. That's what pushing me to the higher levels. Right? This might be the one that I'm most intrigued about. So I, I'm split, man. Eight and a half. I'm split also between an eight and a two. <laughs> eight and a two. So I'm going to call it down the middle and give it a five. Okay. And I say that because the last two Taya Valkyrie matches that I saw were not that great. Okay. The talent that Taya was with didn't have the experience that she did, didn't have the reps that she did, and were were making Taya look bad. Okay. 
I have not seen enough of Jade's recent work to see if she's improved enough yeah. that she can hide whatever flaws Taya Valkyrie has as calling a match. Um, <laughs> Hector, let's be honest. We fans learned math from Steiner. That's a good one, Hector. That's a good one. Oh, man. Who's winning? For this streak to have gone on as long as it has, I don't think Ty is the one to break it. So you got Jade winning. I'm Jade winning. I got Ty winning. I think it might be time. My, my 60 is a nice round number. 69 is a better number. I... Uh, and that leads me to my next premonition. Maybe I've ignored it, or maybe it hasn't been said. But Jake Cargill is the TBS champion, right? Right, yeah. So why isn't she wrestling men? Oh, yeah? It's a TBS champion. It's not the AEW women's champion. So why, at some point, Jess says, fuck it. I'm going to start beating up dudes. And he beats up Peter Avalon. And beats up no legs. Or rolls up somebody of significance to be like, fuck. Yeah. Okay. I don't think Jade's the I don't think Valkyrie's the one to do it. Okay. But you asked question two for me. So I'm going to ask you question three. Okay. What cosplay... Is Jay Cargill going to pull out? Oh, Cammy from Street Fighter. I'm going to go with relevance. I'm going to say Nebula from Guardians. Oh. <laughs> mm. Okay. Okay. Let's see. I can see. They announced Mortal Kombat 1. Maybe she does another Mortal Kombat character. Could, yeah. Uh, they're coming out with a new Street Fighter, so there's still oh, relevance six. there. Yeah. Yeah. And I could definitely Kimberly. See. Have you seen the, the the some of the vids for Street Fighter Six? Mm. Kimberly is a young black girl, athletic, does a lot oh, of tagging, okay. and she yeah, has yeah, like yeah. spray cans in her offense that uh, makes her offense very pretty looking. Okay, yeah, in yeah, HD, yeah, four K, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She could pull off the Kimberly really okay. good, but the Kimberly braid kind of looks like fucking Bianca. And I don't know if she wants to do that. Yeah, Hector says Jade loses to a stardom talent. Uh, that will be the way Jade does uh, an excursion. She needs it. Who's the Japanese chick from from Stardom that does the the candy twist plancha? Well, she does a crossbody, but she hits the girl, and before she lands, she does she like does a, a like yeah, a tumble. Like, yeah, yeah, and, um, and hits the. I I've seen it, but I don't name. remember her name. I don't remember her name at all. Hector will pull it out. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I've got I've got uh, Jade winning it still. Keep the Jade going. Yeah. So Jade Jade will be sixty one and zero. Yeah. Oh my God! If Goldberg shows up one day on Dine on AW, who's next? It comes Jade. <laughs> and Goldberg just like acknowledges her and just leaves. <laughs> uh. <laughs> Wardlow versus Christian ladder match for the TNT title. I would be at like a seven for this Uh-oh. if it was against fucking no against fucking Lizard Saurus. Oh. Yeah, uh, I guess Dino Boy. Whatever the fuck his name is, right? If it was against him, the big one. But no, it's against Christian, which is cool. 
But there's like there's already shenanigans going into the match, right? It's just dripping with shenanigans. So I'm gonna go with like a four. I, I don't care. Christian will win by heel DQ bullshit. Well, it's a ladder match, so and this... Wardlow's only backup is Arn Anderson, who can't really take a gun into the ring only do this. <laughs> so, uh, I'm at a five. I wasn't too impressed with Wardlow in ladder in the in that ladder match where they had the sonic ring hanging and there was yeah. it was all beef city. Beef city. Yeah. As uh, Coca cul-de-sac. I couldn't I couldn't. This match shouldn't be that long either. Christian's winning it. I hope Christian wins it. Give him Dude, Christian's one of the better heels and he can talk on the mic. There's not a lot of people in AW that can cut a promo, let okay. alone piss you off. Yeah. Christian needs this belt. I, it, it sucks okay. for Wardlow. He cut his hair for nothing. But right now, it's. I, I mean, think Wardlow's the kind of guy that you want chasing for a belt because he could beat up jobbers and do the Powerbomb Symphony and, and yeah. instill fear in you. But him being the champ, it hasn't been really working for me. No, there's been a, several champions in AW well, that they're just not working. I for feel me. like they kind of forgot about him for a little while too, because we didn't see him on TV just inexplicably. Yeah. And then, uh, oh hey, here we go. We forgot about him. You know what? Let's give him Arn, because we all know how much of a charisma fountain Arn Anderson is. Ugh. Yeah. Yeah. Julia, Julia would be best talent from Stardom to take the TBS title. Glulia. Gulia. Gulia. Glulia. Gulia. Yeah. G I U L I A. Gulia. Did you spell that right, fool? <laughs> <laughs> Hector's drunk. <laughs> I'm at a two for FTR versus Jay, Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett. And it's sunk because they brought Karen. And it's sunk even more because now they're bringing like. Old impact into this. It feels like okay. old impact now. And not the old impact of, oh my God, Samoa Joe. Oh my God, AJ Styles. Oh my God, Black Machismo. Or oh my God, the, the Jay Lethal impersonating Ric Flair. Or the good stuff of TNA is like, oh, TNA is like garbage now. It's, it's always been garbage. It's like, eh. And it's, they're using it derogatorily. And it's like, uh, and then Karen Jarrett. Oh, God, no. Yeah. The, show me a wrestling fan that was clamoring for Karen Jarrett in AEW. And I'll show you a fool. <laughs> God <laughs> damn. You can get porn on the internet for free. I could drop links after the show. You don't need to look at Karen Jarrett on telly. God damn. Fuck. Um... I think God. I'm going to go with a four. And the only reason why I'm a little bit higher than you is I want to see what they're doing here with Mark Briscoe. Oh, they fucking ruined Mark. You think they ruined Mark? Ugh. I think it's interesting. I don't think it's the direction that I would have gone with or turning Mark heel. I don't think he's turned heel. I think it. I think they might be trying to just show that he is conflicted and kind of losing himself after after the death of Jay. Right? His brother's been Which, dead for three months now. Three months is, is a good time frame for the initial wave of support to wear off and now be pissed off at the world and pissed off at everybody, I would say. I, I think that they're trying to show a, a, a depiction of realism of what grief 
long term could be. At least maybe that's me giving too much of a benefit of the doubt and hoping that they're going deeper than what they really are. But if that might also explain why I started losing my teeth after my mom died. Yeah. I mean, but yeah, uh, but like, I don't know, like, like Mark going a little feral after he was already a fucking feral, crazy lunatic, but him going a little Red feral. Red Kung Fu tells you all you need to yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. Sussex County Shit. Chicken. Uh, like him going, okay. going a little bit more feral, even on his friends and turning his back on them and whatever, like. I find it interesting. I think feral's the right word because did you see last uh, Wednesday? Saw last yeah. Wednesday Dynamite? Yeah. He made his choice. Yeah. He's choosing Jay. Jay. He's choosing Jay Lethal. Yeah. Not Jared. He's choosing Jay Lethal over anyone else. Yeah. But even that that's wearing thin. Right. So It's wearing thin on his patience. Oh, yeah. On his patience. Which shows how thin of a skin he has right now because he's so distraught. Right, and that they're piggybacking off of the loss of his brother to try to play with his emotions. Right, and he's gonna just fuck with everyone. Yeah, I'm still at two. Okay, I'm just, I mean, I want, I'm still at I want, four. I want, I want this all that, to be done. All that shit that I just said was to justify a four, right? <laughs> and it could have been higher if it wasn't for Karen Jarrett and Jeff Jarrett. Like, goddamn, I don't need the Jarretts on TV. At some point, Satnam Singh has to shit or go back to India. <laughs> I, Am I wrong? Yeah, I mean, I kind of want to see what Satnam could do based off of, and this is going to sound weird, what I've seen Omos do. I thought you were just going to have Omos not be anything and just like intimidating, can't talk muscles that's you know lurks in the shadows and that's it. But... Oh, oh he could he could go a little bit. Oh, he could talk a little bit. Yeah. All right, Satnam, the bar's just been raised. I was about Let's to say you do, I, I was about to say I never thought I'd say this. You're actually besmirching Omos because <laughs> <laughs> for his faults, which are many and high, he has pr- improved. Yes, he has vocally. Yes, presence in the ring. Yes, and actual quality of matches. Yeah, and I think the one with Seth. Previously, kind of put the wool, backlash, kind of put, took the wool out of my eyes and be like, you know what? I'm going to cut almost some slack. Yeah. And I'm just waiting for the opportunity that I want to give this guy. I want to do that to Satnam Singh. I want to cut him some slack the same way I did with Omos. But at some point, you're cutting something else. <laughs> <You know? laughs> uh, uh, FTR is winning. Hector said I pronounced it right. So yeah. I guess Julia. Um, uh, yeah, FTR is winning. They're keeping their titles. Jamie Hayter versus Tony Storm for the women's uh, title. Eight. Uh, I know it's going to be a good match. I know it's a rematch, so it takes a little bit away from it, but the match is going to be good. And I think that one of two ways, I'll still be happy. Either this is a good match without Britt Baker, without the help, so uh, uh, Hayter gets a little bit of shine on her by herself. Or, and I'll be happy on that, or Britt Baker shows back up and she, you know, helps and makes a save and, you know, whatever. Cool, Britt Baker's back. Fuck yeah. That's cool. And that's also good news for Adam Cole and his whole little thing. So I'll be happy either way. If Britt doesn't come back, if Britt does come back, I'll be I'll be happy either way. Seven. It's going to be a good match because okay. it's already happened before. And I've, yeah. I, I wanted more. So I'm getting it. Um... 
because Brit is still we're still we're still sympathizing for Brit getting beat up by fucking Jay. Right. It would be easy to have the heels outnumber Jamie Hader and whoever whatever defense Jamie Hader has for Tony Storm to win the belt, but more importantly, to give the outcasts some much needed credibility. Oh, good point. Give me some fucks to give about the three girls and outcasts that singularly could have been a lot better. Several weeks ago, I was the first person to say, you know what? The first person on my list to fire from AEW was Paige, was Soraya, because <laughs> I thought her value had plummeted yeah. like Doge. But no, there's still opportunity, which also bears credence because I want the women to have some fun. Mm-hmm. The guys are getting fucking stadium stampede and fucking anarchy in the arena. Mm-hmm. You know what we haven't gotten in a while? What? blood and guts oh and we give that to the women okay okay so we have team outcast versus team AEW, mm-hmm. and that's where we get probably brit being the fifth woman back healed fully oh, okay who brit tony uh who not tony or not hater. tony uh, uh hater brit, brit hater hater sheeta sheeta nightingale Nightingale, Nyla, Nyla Rose. This is gonna be a complete swerve because it won't be for a belt. I would fucking have Jade as the fifth Throw person Jade in there, and I would have Jade eat the pinfall. What? <laughs> it took okay. five women inside a steel cage for her to get beat. And then that's where you do the story of Jade's next feud, the person that pinned her in that fucking match. Which was Soraya. Or whoever it would be. <laughs> which would be whoever it would be. Yeah. Which but was that, Soraya. Yeah. It would solidify Jade as an actual face going up against a heel yeah. outsider. Yeah, yeah. Because fans still cheer Jade. Jade still pulls her daughter out of the audience after every title yeah. defense. So she's booked storyline as a bitch, but in the ring, she's Wonder Woman. Well, she's that bitch. That bitch. Yeah. <laughs> and so, fuck okay. it. At this point, we're turning the heels' faces. We're turning the faces that we grew up on heels. Fuck it. Sure, why Let's not? The, why not? That might be what we need as a refreshment to have Jade's streak last a little longer. Yeah. That now Jade can wrestle heels mm-hmm. that she hadn't had a chance to face because right. she's beaten all the baby faces already. Right, 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 right. And extend the streak a little. Okay. I'd have Jade as that fifth. That's a, that's a good, uh, that's it's good inter- idea. It's, it's interesting, interesting above yeah. everything else. Uh, Hector says, going back to, to um, Satnam Singh, I have Satnam tag with big casts and call themselves the Skyscrapers. And the they new, could and, new skyscrapers. Yeah, and they could do the the Harris Brothers H bomb as the tag finish. H bomb was a cool move. Man. Here's the problem. It was simple, but it was cool. Here's the problem with the uh, Brothers of Destruction type thing. Uh huh. Who on that roster could they work with that it would be believable and interesting enough that you would invest in their feud? Gonna, you want to say I'm, FTR I'm, is a given no, because they're the best no, team, but who else no, size-wise? No, not size-wise. I'm going to say flash and speed-wise. This is going to be fucking controversial. The fucking Bucks. Have the Bucks pinball off of them, super kick party, do everything they can fucking do <laughs> to get these guys dead. And they come up. 
that's short. You don't think Lucha Bros could do it better? You know what? <laughs> Fuck it. Lucha Brothers too. Triple threat. The skyscrapers versus the Bucks versus the, the Bros. Mexicans. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Why not? All right. He also says Tony Storm could cut a promo after winning the title about how she finally could call herself champion instead of interim. Uh, then they have Thunder Rosa come out. <laughs> Replace Nightingale yeah. with Rosa. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. But I definitely want Jade in there as that. What the fuck is she doing there? Yeah. Yeah. And she'll definitely stand out. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, main event. Skyscrapers versus House of Black. That's what Hector's saying. Skyscrapers versus House of Black. Yeah? Yeah. Yeah? Okay. Yeah, Brody? You got me. Yeah, now you got my attention. Brody and, uh, Al- and, and Alistair. Malachi. Yeah? Jungle Boy Jack Perry. Uh-huh. Sammy Guevara. Yes. Darby Allen. Yep. MJF. Yeah. The Four Pillars. Mm-hmm. Main event. Yep. Men's World Title. Yep. <sighs> Give me a number. My number for this match is 9.5. I am so close to busting that 10 nut. So here's what we're going to do. I'm going to go bust a nut and leak. While you tell the audience what's keeping you from getting to a complete 10. And I can still hear you from over here. I hope you're just going to pee and not actually bust a nut. No, just pee. Okay. This guy. So rude. So rude. Que rudo. Um, so I am at a 9.5 and part of the reason why I'm not at a 10 is because while I understand that they are the AEW pillars, while I understand that we've built a lot on these, uh, four guys, I don't think the build itself for the match has been sufficient. I felt like the build for the match was very formulaic very repetitive mjf coming out saying we're the pillars we're the pillars this and that i'm the best pillar you're the pillars and then rinse and repeat where jungle boy or sammy or you know darby come out and they're they like rebuff and they say why they should be the better considered pillar and I get it that there was a little wrinkle there with uh, Sammy and Sammy getting paid off, but then he didn't get paid off. And like, like, okay, that was cool. That was a nice little wrinkle. But other than that one little wrinkle, everything else has been the same. MJF talks shit. They say, no, I'm not. I'm still good. I've come up from the bottom. Bitch, all of y'all come up from the bottom. So your story of I come up from the bottom, like, like. AEW is technically still the bottom. Yeah. At, well, No. But Just it, not bikini it, bottom. It's the same story for all four of y'all, and you can't build the entire storyline for the entire match for three months or however long it's fucking been over the same thing week in and week out. So that's where I'm I'm not quite at a ten. I didn't get rubbed up enough to get to that ten. Now, maybe when the match actually happens and ding 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 and we have a whirling dervish of a fucking match, maybe I won't give a flying fuck about the build. But um you know, and that's why I'm not at like a seven. I'm still at a nine point five. I'm still like really excited for this fucking match. Um, but yeah, that's what's keeping me from that that ten. Oh, and I have MJF winning. I think it's kind of obvious to me that MJF is keeping this title. 
So I think we had a conversation about this a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away that at some point I would have wanted to watch this, wanted this match. Okay. And I got it. And I feel like over time, the build just killed my anticipation for this. Oh. God damn. I'm at a two. A because two! Two people too many in this match. A two! This match solidified that Jungle Boy can't talk. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 And that I am not ready to cheer for Sammy Guevara yet. Okay. I don't think there was enough. If we've already got two baby faces that are using the premise of I started from the bottom, now I'm here. And then to change Sammy Guevara from a heel, mm-hmm. a, a, a bottom feeder for Chris Jericho's group, from that to breaking out on his own, getting a title match, and then for a moment, even though it was just a moment, becoming MJF's bottom feeder. Yeah. And now he's a face? I don't... There, there has not been enough done to Sammy to justify anyone... To cheer for him or for anyone to listen to his words when he says, follow your dreams and think, and they can come true. I don't expect that dialogue from a guy like Sammy. I think that they would have been able to heal up that thing with Sammy. Because, again, remember, he's the guy that left his wife for a smoking hot girlfriend. Yeah. Right? There's still a lot of animosity and a lot of heel heat that could that was left on the table there. And maybe they just got tired of the real life heat from that and you know that's kinda understandable. But they could be he could be like, follow your dreams and they could become true because look at my smoking hot wife. You know? Like like I started from the bottom and now I'm here and that makes me better than you. And that would be the difference of uh, than what Darby and Jungle Boy do. I started from the bottom, now I'm here, you could do it too. It's no. it's it's kind of a good jab that you just threw out that he mm-hmm. should have been using. Mm-hmm. I did it my way, and now I did it my way to prove that I'm better than you. And this Sunday, I'm going to prove I'm better than MJF. Yeah, that's it. But as a heel, yeah. But a heel where you could be like, God, I hate that motherfucker, but look at Ty. Yeah. And look at this match he's pulling out with yeah. fucking Darby, and look at this match he pulled out with Jungle Boy. I feel like MJF summer could have been filled nicely by building his reputation of being the best pillar in AEW mm-hmm. by beating every one of them individually. Mm. And then building- Well, he's already beat every one of them individually, just not over the summer. I, I don't think uh, Yeah, he has. He has that, that was part of but the, that the was, opening. But promos. that was before the championship. Right, it was before the championship, so but now, that was part of yeah. the whole thing. He's beaten every so one of them. So now with the championship, there's no reason for any of them to chase. He's not the pillar, he's the foundation. Okay. And that brings in that there's nobody left that can beat him because he's the foundation and he's beaten the pillar, so all that's left is him. And that brings in your mega star challenger mm-hmm. for all out mm-hmm. to uh because a lot of a lot of that all out a lot the end of that summer is going to be taken over by bcc versus the elite <laughs> so there has to oh, be sorry. something there has to be something for M- that uh, some meat for mjf yeah 
to chew on between now and then. Sorry, what made me just cackle spontaneously was that somebody in the live chat who I don't recognize, so welcome David Lee Rath. <laughs> said, I love that name. He said, we need Russo back. Oh, fuck <laughs> that. No. Oh, Lord, no. But no. David Lee Rath, that's, that's a funny name. That's a good one. That's a good name. Welcome, David. Thank you. God, I'm at it. Why am I at a two for this? Ugh. The shows, the last couple of weeks, I'll give you an example. The last, last Wednesday show where they did the contract signing with uh, Cole and Jericho. Yeah. They ended the week before with a promo. Uh-huh. And so I'll, with uh, Don Callis and then Omega coming out and everything. So I'm like, oh, great. This has been an okay show, I guess. It was fucking 8.15. There's <laughs> still 45 more minutes of this fucking show. I was like, Duh, this is how, what happened? This is not the AEW fan that went to Double or Nothing 1 right. in 2019. Right. The it was the fastest AW. two hours of wrestling. It was. But now it's starting to really trudge. Yeah. And they're adding two more. Right. <laughs> yeah. Man. And this is gonna this is gonna probably be the biggest bombshell of the night. I'm probably gonna end up watching NXT live over AEW what? because NXT is free what? on the Peacock uh-huh. as opposed to me spending at least thirty bucks to watch it at the theater or spending sixty uh-huh. bucks to watch it at home. Can you watch it in forty X? <laughs> That'd be awesome. Oh shit! You just so, be bouncing around. So in your every chair. time you get you fall off the ladder, yeah. That, oh yeah, you just feel every chop. The wind coming <laughs> in from when you fall off of something. But there has so to be crazy. like something. There, there has to be like a helmet that you wear so that when MJF spits on you, you feel it like right here. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Or the Moxley incentive, <laughs> where like five minutes in, you're like, "What's this red stuff coming?" You down just my get sprayed face? with yeah, red get sprayed with blood. <laughs> Don't wear white to this theater, guys. <laughs> How come this cup holder has a blade in it? <laughs> Overall, I'm at like a five, a four, five. five. Bro, I'm at an eight, a solid eight. I can't believe you're so low, but okay, cool. Are you hopeful? I'm always that, optimistic. That, that this is going to be like one of those uh, takeovers where like, man, this takeover on paper looks like it sucks. I don't know, whatever. And then we watch it. We're like, oh my God, this was the best thing ever. Do you think that's going to happen? Or are you not even hopeful for that? BCC Elite, Cargill, Cater and Storm, and the car wreck that is going to be that main event four-way. Okay. And that's depending on what else they just added tonight on the taped episode of Rampage uh, <laughs> leading up to the pay-per-view. <laughs> David Lee Rath. Yo, I've got a question. What's going on with Bailey's outfit? It's not PG. It's not R-rated. Anyhow, it's the closest we have to Attitude Era levels of skin. So, bravo, Bailey. Bravo. <laughs> bravo. Hector! What if Callus brings back the cleaner... Out from Omega by managing Ibushi and pitting him against Omega. Ibushi can tell the story about how Kenny abandoned him in New Japan. I don't think Kenny abandoned him in New Japan. I don't think a lot of fans feel that way. I don't, if anything, 
I could see Callis doing the traditional heel manager promo where he wanted to go with someone younger to solidify the next 10 or 15 years of that manager's career. I need a new meal ticket. I need Takeshita. Yeah. Okay. Takeshita and Omega tore it down. Yeah. On, on an episode of Dynamite and got Omega's respect because uh, uh, Takeshita could hang with yeah. him. And Takeshita's 15 years younger. Yeah. At least. Uh, Ibushi, not only is he as old as Omega, he's fucked up his body a lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's a lateral move from Omega to Ibushi. Yeah. yeah. That's a lateral yeah. move. You're not doing an upgrade. At least in my opinion. Uh. Man. Is that it? Did we go through everything? Oh, here's a couple more bits. Oh, shit. You you mentioned last time about putting the world in world wrestling entertainment. Yes, I did. Thumbs up or thumbs down. September. WWE in India. That's a huge (laughs) thumbs up. Wow. No, I think that's going to be really cool. The rumor is they're doing a PLE. Yeah, yeah. A live event in, in India. Yeah, dude, I would be so interested to see what that's going to look like. Because while a lot of people, a lot of Americans, they'll think of, uh, oh, that's just the Middle East. No, no, no. India is a little bit different of a culture than the rest of the Middle East, right? Um, And I think that they know how to have a little bit more of a party vibe than some of the other parts of the Middle East, like in Saudi, you know, the Saudi is very, very conservative, right? And they're trying to not be conservative, whereas, man, they could be throwing around the fucking, uh, 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 what do they call it? The uh, the powder fucking color and stuff and, oh, like, partying yeah. and stuff. And, like, dude, I think it's going to be a really cool-looking show. They could really do a lot of shit there um, that they can't do in some of the other Middle Eastern countries. So I'm really interested to see what that crowd is going to be like, man. And the more places you go putting the W in WWE, dude, I'm down. Yeah. I'm down. Great. Uh, the before di- we go. The Diamond Calcutta WWE in India. <laughs> the return of the Maharaja versus the head of the table. That'll be the fucking. Indusher be- against uh, Usos? Yeah. Indusher versus Usos yeah. and Maharaja. Maharaja versus the uh, head of the table. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. I'd love to see that. And that crowd is going to go fucking ape shit. For gender? Yeah. Don't hinder gender. You have 30 seconds uh-huh. to explain yourself at the last UPW show. Well, what happened? Yeah. So what happened at the last UPW show is that uh, Ransom, he's no longer Kid Ransom. He is just Ransom now. Uh, he's still hanging out and bringing out more and more of these clowns i guess and they're very intimidating very scary and they they um i was in the ring brought in the other announcer to commentators who had previously in the uh the previous week leading up to saying that they were going to sacrifice me and uh um, get a run yeah i guess so 420 I, is a nice episode i i i your stint in hwr yeah i guess i was going to be sacrificed to these clowns um and I was I was a bit frightened. And since I was a bit frightened, I may have had a bit of an accident. And since I had a bit of an accident in my pants, which were now not wearable, I had to go find some shorts. So this was right before intermission. So after intermission, through the rest, I had to do all my ring announcing duties in the top half of my suit with some shorts. 
That is the best way to put it. Commando, right? You didn't wear the dirty boxers, did you? Of course. Not an animal. Okay, good. <laughs> you growl like one. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> so explain this to me because it's been a minute. Yes, yes, yes. Kid Ransom was a cowboy. Right. Ish. Yes. Adult Ransom has clowns? He has clowns with him. He, he, I think is he, he kind of is. Is he himself a clown? I don't, I don't think so. I, no, he's not. But, um, he has the face paint now and he's a lot darker. He has mystical powers and he has an axe and he's coming out with Hatchet D Clown. And, um, it's all very weird cards like wild cards actual wild cards just show up random places throughout the arena and they're on fire sometimes or at least they're smoking so i don't know what the hell's going on he's got like i don't know what kind of brujeria he got himself into but i'm i'm gonna try to stay away but sounds like he dated a puerto rican for a minute yes probably uh The next UPW show will feature Ransom taking taking on Jay Davis for the UPW Heavyweight Championship. And where is this located? Well, this is going to be located in Bay Cliff, Texas. The Volunteer Fire Department in Bay Cliff, Texas is going to be June the 10th, which is a Saturday. So make sure you make your plans now. Come on out. Come watch UPW. See your boy (laughs) ringing out. Your boy might be ringing out singing a suit again. Maybe not. I don't know. Maybe the dry cleaning hasn't come through yet. I sent my bill to Ransom. He hasn't paid me anything for the dry cleaning, so I don't know how it's going to work out. But, yeah. Invest in a good pair of Depends. June 10th. Come on out. David Lee Rath. Uh-oh. Clowns don't belong in wrestling. I'm down with mimes like Sting and Vampiro, though. Ah. <laughs> my- mimes. <laughs> I mean, I could say that, that it's a posse of clowns. And they might be insane. But do they juggle? No. As far as I know. <laughs> so it's Hatchet D. Clown. Big, tall, scary looking guy. And then there was also Dagger D. D Clown. Dagger. Is D the, like V or D is the middle initial? I don't know. And I'm not going to ask. <laughs> but yeah, Dagger and a little girl clown. Okay. Uh, she's the scariest one out of all of them. Does she do a laugh? Creepy little girl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, stop. You're giving me PTSD. Uh, but yes, come on out. Baycliff, Texas, June the 10th. Gotcha. All right. And we'll figure out if we come do this again next week and talk about the fallout. The of fallout of, what is it, Battleground, uh, a Double or Nothing, and Afternoon the Champions. Af- Afternoon of Champions. Okay. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, then, that's the show. Adios, my friends. Keep it classy. <laughs> Whew. The stream held up. Hell yeah. It didn't have any glitches at all. I'm afraid that if I opened this and drank it, I'd piss myself. <laughs> so you can put it You won't have to go far. You could, you could You've already wet place. yourself. <laughs> you know that was all kayfabe, right? <laughs> sure. Sure. It definitely so you're definitely kayfabe. coming back next week. <laughs> No, uh, they're going to, when that all that happened, it, 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 okay, so 
I'm having to play along, right? To prove that I'm scared, whatever, this and that. And then Ransom said, well, I think you may have pissed yourself, Abel. And of course I'm like, motherfucker, now I have to like pretend like I pissed myself. So I'm like, okay. And he goes, well, I think you may have shit yourself too. And like, you're going to have to change your pants. And the entire audience, change your pants. Oh, no. And like, motherfucker, dude. I didn't, like, what the hell? So intermission and then he's like well you gotta play it up now and i was like dude it's like do you have a change of pants i go no i don't and then jay davis is like i got my basketball shorts you want those i was like no dude what the fuck all right fine so i was like you know i would be a good sport is to you know help put over the storyline whatever put on the shorts went out there looked ridiculous right and everybody started saying that i look like the guy from acdc Oh, Angus Young. Angus. They're like, oh, look, it's Angus Young. So fucking. Did you not realize fucking, when that moment happened? No, of no. Of the no. whole LeBron thing where he went to the game? Oh, no, I didn't realize. You know, LeBron, I, had, I had no idea what was going on with, with, with LeBron James. <laughs> like, I don't care what's going on with LeBron James. But since there were so many people uh, uh, responding with the uh, with the Angus Young thing on, oh, look, it's like Angus. Fucking Bart messages me. Hey man, I really appreciate you doing that gimmick with the uh, with the shorts, but uh, I really think it's getting over. A lot of people are talking about how you look like Angus. You, you, think, you, you, you think you could do that again? Come in the shorts, make it a thing, man. I'm like, no, dude. He's like, no, come on, man. It'll make you stand out from everybody else. If you actually look, I'm like, all right. <laughs> so that so I'm that gonna might give, be my thing. So I'm gonna give you that some advice. You might not know this. Okay. Oh, the little You gotta kicks. do the kick. I got, yeah. You gotta do the Angus My kick. My fat ass is gonna try to do the kicks. I can't hear it. Isn't a bounce? You gotta bounce no, off the mat. It's gonna be so funny. I mean, dude. I might have to like have an air guitar while I'm doing the fucking kicks. Use the microphone as an air guitar. I don't know, but yeah, yeah, it's a fucking thing. So now I have a persona. You have a gimmick. I have a gimmick. Yeah. Because you know, ring announcers need gimmicks, right? Jesus Christ. Go pee. All right.